Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, donkeys? Happy Monday, junkies. Come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 and the DMV. You can listen to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go wherever you may be, coast to coast. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies, looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. All you have to do is hit CropMetcalf.com. We thank you for tuning in this Monday morning, January 22nd. 2024. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Bickle. Morning. Morning. Johnny Cake Sawville's here. Hello, everybody. And Jason Bishop. What's up? What's going on? EB's got his Wizards pullover. I think I wore mine on Thursday or Friday. Yours looks a lot whiter than mine. (laughs) Mine's like off white already. I'll be honest with you. I looked at mine this morning. I thought it didn't look as white as it should. Better put some bleach on that thing. (laughs) Better just dump some Clorox on it. I bleached the whites, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if we put them next to each other, they would look the same. It's hard. It's hard to keep something white just white for very long. I can't. I'm I'm actually terrible at it. I have a pair of Brooks shoes that are white, which I really like, but starting starting to brown up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's not much you can do. I'm throwing them in the washer. I don't know what else to do. These aren't pure white, but these are Brooks. I don't know. They have some sort of pattern. They definitely don't look that white, but they're white and gray. Those aren't white. Your picture just got knocked down. These are white. Yeah. But they're starting (laughs) starting to turn like like an apple when it starts browning. It's probably not not great for the shoe, but I put shoes in the washer all the time. And yeah, I put I, and I put bleach and yeah I, I mean you ever I, done that and I've done that I yeah. don't know if I did it with bleach I think I did it with regular like regular a little tie. a little bleach and regular yeah I don't know it'll come out a lot whiter these might become my nub shoes now my and I'm Chris Farley they're again yeah. they're broken <laughs> they are kind of broken at this point right white is tough to maintain it is it is very <laughs> unless you're snow which <laughs> is still out there not much longer though I saw 61 on Thursday now it's gonna be raining. But I saw maybe even 65 on Friday. Yeah, crazy. It's been so cold. It's going to be 40 today, and it's going to feel like 55 Yeah, compared to the last few days. Yeah, it's been really cold. In fact, I got to call or text Ben today because... Of course. You know how when (laughs) the, 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 you know, it's a super hot day, your air conditioning will go out? Well, two days ago, all of a sudden, my upstairs heating unit, my wife says... Not working? Well, the the, the Uh. thing on the wall... Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden went blank. Thermostat. So I'm hoping it's the thermostat and not the unit. But either way, well, the last two days we slept down in the basement because we have two units and it's warmer. Actually, it's counterintuitive. 
downstairs because mm. we still have unit working there. Well, did you feel <laughs> the air coming out of the vents upstairs? Oh, it's not coming out. Oh, so it's definitely it's broke. Dead. But it could be the thermostat not talking to it. Yeah, That's maybe. what you hope. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, I was worried about this this morning. Especially around where you live in Kensington, you hear about these water main breaks. Yeah, there was one on Knowles. I think there was a water main break, and they had to shut down a bridge for a while because the bridge yeah. had a partial collapse. I haven't winterized this year. I did that for my mother two days ago, uh, just with like her little faucets outside uh-huh. or whatever. Got to turn um, the water off, close them up. She has a weird like styrofoam thing. I don't know if you've seen these before, where it warms it up. It's like it's like a cup. You put over the faucet. Mm, so it's insulation. Kind of like insulation, I guess. Mm. It's just a styrofoam cup you put over, you attach it to the faucet, and so you don't have to actually turn off the water. I don't know. I feel like if you haven't winterized yet, I mean, it's you made it's it. been so cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if the, the pipes haven't frozen yeah. up yet, I mean, you're, a little late you're to the probably party. okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you survive these last Especially days. Especially if uh, it gets to 65 on Thursday and Friday. Right. Well, I know this. You guys always goof on my my big puffy red jacket, and I can remember just a few weeks ago going, "Man, I just wouldn't. Why would I wear that thing? It's just so puffy." And so, the last couple of days, I've yeah. been so thankful to have it. It's been a lifesaver. Lifesaver for me. Well, for my, you don't have to walk your dog, you know, no. three or four blocks like I do every day. No, it's not fun. Is that <laughs> twice a day too? Yeah, usually one long one, one shorter one, but yep. And it was on Saturday, man. It was brutal. On yeah, you Saturday. don't really, you don't strike me as a guy that has like a nice warm jacket either, because you have all those kinds of things. You have like <laughs> this is actually very warm. It's this... Got a bunch of tweeters. Yeah, but that's not really a winter jacket. No, it's not. I don't have a winter jacket like you. Yeah, I got my wear, best I, winter I jacket. Multiple layers. My yeah. best winter jacket is my sup dogs. Yeah, that's Brett not really sent a winter. Years ago, it's not really a winter jacket. <laughs> Definitely that's a, not. That's, that's a, what I wore. It's a spring jacket. <laughs> I emceed the Polar Plunge on Saturday, which yeah, was a that. great was... event. They raised eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. I don't think they had raised over fifty grand before. Nice job. Are you going to take so, credit for it? No. <laughs> the, uh, Chief Davis and the Fairfax County Police should get the most credit because I think they raised the most money. Right. But that was Saturday, right? It was Saturday. Saturday was brutal, and it was <laughs> so ridiculously cold. cold. Windy. I saw you jump I had into gloves. the pool. Yeah, I jumped into the pool at the end, but I don't know what was worse. Was Jumping into the pool, I was in for five to I ten saw, seconds. I saw you were in for five seconds. It was horrible, right? But the emceeing part, I was out there for an hour plus oh, with man. this jacket. Now, <laughs> what I did is I had a t-shirt, I had one hoodie, and I had a hoodie on top of the hoodie, and I had the jacket. And when it got to the end, I didn't know, basically did the emceeing stuff with this girl named Michelle, who was a Special Olympics athlete. Mm-hmm. She's done the 100-meter IM in the Special Olympics for years. She was super excited just mm-hmm. to be on the mic. But once we did the initial intro around 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. then all the contestants, I don't know, call them contestants, whatever, the people taking the plunge come up there. A lot of them had costumes, and they would hand you a note card, and then you would just read their name and an interesting fact about them. Uh. Well, just to turn the pages of my script and to handle the note cards, I had to take off a glove. Yeah. And by the end, I could barely manipulate my fingers because <laughs> yep. it was so cold. I thought I was going to get frostbite up there because I had to take the glove off. Of course. And then when it got to about, I don't know, I saw like 10 people were left in line to do the plunge. I was so cold that I just took off my jacket and I took off my shoes and that was it. Mm. And I just jumped you, in. And you brought extra clothes. No, I you did. Were in. Yeah, but 
after that plunge, it was so hard just to change. So they have like a paramedic right there yeah. because <laughs> your some people up. get they go go into shock, even though it's just a kiddie pool and they're just coming in doing a cannonball or whatever they're doing. Um, you lose your coordination. And so I get to the tent. Chief Davis took me over. He was the first one to go in. He had uh, like a full Top Gun costume, yeah. and he plunged he in. Belly flop, too. That was quite a move. I yeah, saw I think he video. did a belly flop. <laughs> and then yeah. he, he whisked me away to where they had put my clothes in the tent. And then it just was hard to take off the drenched hoodie sure. and take off everything, but, so did, take but, off my socks. Here's the bottom line. It was miserable, right? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, that's why I can't cold plunge. I know. Everyone I could in the never world do it. a cold plunger. I'm huge on saunas. Been doing it for a year, four to five times a week. I, I would love to incorporate cold plunging. I got a hot farmer chick that shows up on my feed on Instagram. She cold plunges every day. I've heard a mixed a review on chick. cold plunges. A hot farmer chick. I know it doesn't make any sense. And she cold plunges every day. I'm like, how do you do it? I think your it? sauna research is mostly positive. The cold plunge is almost like 50-50. Some people say it's very good for you, and then there are others that say it's not good for you. But does she do it outside? Because it's complete shock to your yes. system. Yeah. Yes. That no, was I've my worry. Guy say you know how that... we joke that in, in, in your 50s is the danger zone of heart attack? It's like, am I going to donk off from, like, <laughs> shock jumping in there? Yeah. But I, I was know. so cold, and I didn't want to complain because – there are some special Olympic athletes who were taking the plunge. Yeah. And there were kids of all ages. There was like a family. And they're, they're coming in there with no shirt. And they were out there just shivering. And then they got on stage. They read the card. They jump Did in. Did wuss out? Like at a roller coaster, they get, they walk, or the like a water slide. You do the walk of shame. Right. Leave. You don't want to do no. that. Did anybody wuss out? No. None. Wow. I couldn't have. There been. were a couple that definitely paused and looked at the pool oh, for like five to ten seconds. If I were there, I'd yeah. just, like, what am I well, doing? Well, I definitely couldn't have plunged. There's, I, I couldn't have stood yeah, out there it. for an hour and read you know, note cards. Like I said, I don't know what was hard. I couldn't harder. do that. And once I got changed, I got in the car. My feet were frigid literally the whole ride home. I took a hot shower. That's pretty much the only thing to save me because I was shivering like an hour after. Wow. Jesus. All I know is Chief Davis, if you're looking for somebody else Don't to do it Don't ask me. Again, I'll never gonna, do it. You're going to have to go back to JP. I'll tell you right now, I'll never do it. Yeah. Just ask you JP confirmed again. confirmed my priors. Yeah. I'll never Will do it. Will you do it next year? <laughs> say no. Just say no. I say probably no. will. Yeah. See? Why? Probably will because it's a good cause. Who cares? There are it's a great cause. Causes where you don't so do I like to help with three or four events a year. You pick can do one zero. You, pick one where you stay warm. Okay, the Cal Ripken event. Yeah, I'm glad do you do it. Yeah. Don't ever I ask me. <laughs> don't ever ask. So Davis will ask me next year, and I'll say no. I'll politely I can't decline. Do it, bro. I just can't do no, it. I'm just not say, doing just it. tell him that your that your ecosystem is very delicate. It can't yeah. handle jumping in that My freezing body of water. Now my mother is. Uh, Jesus, I don't even know the number anymore now. <laughs> she's, like a wide, she's like a wide receiver number. It's a, Oh, it's a high wide receiver yeah. number. I can't even remember. I don't even have one on my phone. I think file. she's Albert Clint. Connell. I yeah. think. I Is think. she Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Yeah, I think she's, she's Travis, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, she's TK. Now, there you go. if yeah. my mother cold plunged just because of her age, she'd donk off. Right, okay. right, right. But take that out of the equation. She wears right now. She might be embarrassed if I say this. She wears five layers uh, right now. She can't. She's so skinny. Mm-hmm. She can't stay warm inside the house, or just anytime she goes outside. 
inside the house. Oh, wow. <laughs> inside her own house. I say, Mom, you have a thermostat. It says, you know, I know it's cold outside, but, you know, it's probably 70 or whatever in your house. Jason, that's not I funny. guess, I don't know. Five layers. That's a lot of layers. Five. Props to you for doing that. Yeah, yeah so I think they helped 21,000 Special Olympic athletes. It was a great cause. It was it was just as cold just standing there doing the MC work with the microphone yeah. as anything. There was a target. It was right outside the target at the Mosaic. And when I arrived around 12 o'clock, I check in with the lady, and she gives me the script, and they kind of are introducing me to people, and Chief Davis is there. And after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go inside the target and stand there because that's what almost all of the polar plungers were doing. But apparently, it's almost like a cult. Now, Valdez did this on the bay. Yeah, He didn't think it was that bad. Mm. It, the plunge maybe is not that bad. It was the... I was out after, there for an hour and 15 minutes. Afterwards yeah. is the is the worst part. Yeah. Because yeah. it does take an hour yeah. to warm and, up. Uh, JP... You you should have you should have taken your clothes off. I know, but worse. I'm telling you that it was too. The clothes it was, make it worse. No, no, it probably did. But I'm telling you that I was on the microphone, and then I'm introducing all these people, and then at some point I have to check away. And I intended to take. Off, I had a bathing suit. I had a bathing suit underneath my sweatpants, so I just got to the point. It was too cold, and then I was like. He was like, you're up next. And I was like, it would have taken oh, screw 10 it. seconds to take off. Yeah, yeah, but then I had to find a place to put my clothes. Like, I had to take off my a glasses. Street. I put a jacket in a spot. It just. A I took asked Chief Davis I was, for a personal assistant. I was kind of. I mean, to be honest, it was just kind of lazy. Because I was. <laughs> yes, it was so cold. It was, it was so cold that <laughs> yeah. I took off the jacket. I didn't want to take off anything else. Mm. Never ask me to do anything. <laughs> Never yeah. ask me to plunge in anything I, cold. Trust me. I was cold just getting out of my car and walking from said car to the, the tennis complex at Norbeck. Mm, well, that is a hike. Wearing sweatpants and a jacket and and uh, a beanie. Yeah. If there is a flaw at Norbeck, <laughs> that's the flaw. Well, that's why. Hey, it's I, a good warm-up. They need, I mean, they need was, a parking lot near the tennis. I mean, it was cold here, but think about how cold and windy it was in Buffalo. Yeah. And those fans get out there and they tailgate for two or three hours. Oh, that's insane. A lot of them with no gloves. Well, a lot of them are hammered. And yeah. then they go out. Well, you're drunk, it helps. Yeah. Maybe, but they're not all hammered. And then they're in the in the stadium, and dumb dumb Jason Kelsey's taking off his shirt. <laughs> uh, I mean, these people well, he are. He was hammered, too. He, he was, was definitely crushing hammered. Crushing beers. But these people are crazy. <laughs> All right, we're going to be talking a lot of football throughout the show because I can tell you this, after the polar plunge, once I got to the house, I didn't leave. And yesterday was very similar. I don't know how much you guys left your house. It was so cold that you just stayed inside and watched football. So some great games to talk about. Also on the show today, we'll give you the latest on the coaching search for the Commanders. We're the Junkies coming right back. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106, 7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Later in the show, we have tickets to go see Nikki Glazer at Warner Theater, the Good Girl Tour. And we have tickets to our event, which is coming up less than two weeks now. It is uh, Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. It is 106, 7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. All of the hosts. I don't know if there's some sort of versus format, but we've done this before. It was a great time. Pretty do you mean versus format. It's being dubbed as 1067 the fan versus team 980. Mm. That's kind of interesting. That's the yeah. marketing. That's okay. the marketing strength of the It's an uncensored event. It's going to be out. a discussion. I mean. Yes. 
for we'll tickets. We'll probably be talking about anything. And more event info, you can go to thefandc.com slash events. It's presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local with Main Street Bank. So that's coming up February 2nd, less than two weeks. Get your tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. So let's start with the last game. Yeah. It is Mahomes versus Josh Allen. And in the playoffs, it went the way it has gone every time. Patrick Mahomes has been to six straight AFC Championship games. He's having a Brady-like run. Yep. You don't want to make the leap that Mahomes is going to catch Brady because that seems absurd to get to seven Super Bowls. But the early part of his career is arguably as successful as Tom Brady's. And he just has Josh Allen's number. Yeah, you kind of start thinking, like, is Josh Allen going to be Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing to mm. Mahomes' is Michael Jordan? Like, is Josh Allen just a really good quarterback, but... He's living in an arrow, the same era as Patrick Mahomes. He yeah. may be. I mean, I, that could be a way to look it, at it, yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter, though, said that if you think of like the AFC of the past, mm-hmm. they're trying to make it a Brady-Manning thing. Yeah. Clearly, Mahomes is the Brady, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make Josh Allen the Manning. But somebody said, Joe Burrow's the Manning. Josh Allen is the Philip Rivers. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but Josh, I thought he was pretty they, darn good yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Pretty darn good. He had a couple balls. I mean, I, I, couldn't believe, I couldn't believe Diggs dropped that ball. Yeah. The, well, Diggs had a bad drop. Cook had an awful drop. On Cook like had the, a what bad was the drop. one he threw like 80 line. yards? To Sherfeld, I believe it that was. was yes. Yeah, that was, I mean, should have well, caught that. that was, you mean when he was No, re- the one that was like out. a one-hander. Yeah, yeah. it went right through it. I mean, he should have caught it. Should have, but Diggs, he catches everything. Yeah. And that ball was right in both hands. No, I'm, I thought Josh Allen. In fact, I tweeted this because you know, I, and anytime you gamble on a game, you see it going the other way. I because I, I had the uh, Chiefs in a Monday Night Parlay, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be Josh Allen's day." The way it started, yeah. Do you and, notice how far he drops back? Sometimes they drop him back like fifteen yards by line because he has he has such a can, and it doesn't matter. Well, they, doesn't Jordan matter. Love does Andy the same run. thing. Jordan Love drops drops back all you know nine steps. Yeah, I mean it's a deep drop yeah. for. Josh Allen, in the end, look, they had a chance. They had the ball. They could have scored a touchdown. They moved the ball down the field to get yep. in field goal range. And, you know, part of that is on Josh Allen and that offense because you're in a position, if you want to knock down the Chiefs in the playoffs, mm-hmm. they've beaten them in the regular season. All right, you got to score a touchdown there. Can't give, yeah. And I agree. Shakira I didn't like open. the play calling Shakira was there. Open in the end zone, he just couldn't, couldn't get it to him. Yeah, he missed him, but he had Diggs wide Diggs open underneath. Him. That's the easier Diggs, play. Diggs would have run for 30 it. yards if he catches that. Some yeah. of that yeah. is on Josh Allen. Like, I do think Josh Allen had I thought a he was, really good game. I thought he was really good. I, think I he mean, he's a monster. He, can, he, he, just, he runs over people like bowling pins. But in the end, when it really mattered, he didn't get it done. No, Allen had blinders on that particular play. Remember, it was a really windy day, so mm-hmm. that was kind of a low-percentage play. Diggs wide open underneath, wide open. He catches that. He goes for 25, 30 yards. Yeah, but as, as he didn't even the analyst look at was, he was getting pushed into him a little bit. And you saw he's got plenty of arm for that throw. Yeah, sure. He just, just didn't just didn't. missed it. I'm just saying that maybe you take the easier one. You could, I know, and this is what I was saying about how sometimes you could probably find that on every play. Yeah. You know, there's somebody else you could have gone to. But, you're but right. he's a freak. But he's you're right. he's, he's got to make that play because yeah. he's wide open. Yeah. Get right. the first down. I'm just saying, in the end zone, you've got to either hit him there. one, either yeah. one. Yeah. And I mean, I think wind had to have been a factor because that ball went a little right. 
Well, the and, wind and was a factor on the kick. That's what I'm saying. So the wind uh, was the a factor. Bass's kick looked like it was going down yeah, the middle for a second. Yeah, but he was into that wind when he threw 180 yards <laughs> yeah. into that direction. Yeah. Like, his think, arm is absurd. I think even if they had scored, there was going to be plenty of time for Patrick Mahomes oh, to, yeah. drive, to drive. He probably would have driven. Yeah. Like, I, I was just like, it doesn't matter if the Bills score. Because Mahomes is going to get the ball. He's going to march the, the troops down the field. And he's going to win the game. Yeah. No matter what. Like I, well, not if they scored a touchdown with almost no time left. Okay, if they, if they kick the, the field goal, if Bass makes the field goal and there's a minute and forty five seconds left or whatever it was, mm-hmm. yeah, yes, I'm with you. Mahomes is going to lead them. But you're right. Into a if game they, winning field if goal. If they position. continue that drive and they get down there and they score with thirty seconds, could have been obviously totally different. Yeah, I think that that was their aim. Mm-hmm. Get get first downs. They were still running the ball, but in the end. It came Pacheco down to a, was to huge for Kansas he, City. He's turned into a monster. I mean, he was huge for them. He was unbelievable. And Mahomes to Kelsey, uh, he just finds him. I mm-hmm. mean, how, how many times did we talk this this year about how Kansas City's not the same? Uh, you know, they they don't have a receiver. Kelsey's, you know, he's not he's not ha- putting up the numbers he has in the last few yeah. years. In the playoffs, I mean, he just broke Brady Gronk record, mm-hmm. the, the Brady Gronk record of fifteen touchdowns in the postseason. Yeah, it was supposed to be a down year in the AFC Championship. Yeah. For the sixth straight time, it's crazy. They have the formula, though, that the commanders have to figure out, and we're going to talk about that later. The formula is get your quarterback. They've got Patrick Mahomes and a good head coach. They have a brilliant head coach who's a Hall of Fame coach. Well, I mean, you say get that quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> right. Yes. So it's not that easy to get a Hall of Fame. Yeah, that, that's a you got to just get pass. a quarterback that can get you to the yeah. playoffs, let alone get you to – Six straight AFC championships. Right. That's, I mean, that's almost impossible. They hit. That. They hit a grand slam. I would say that. it is impossible to find that guy. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> I mean, you and can again, find you've got you've you... got a you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame coach, and a Hall of Fame tight end. Yeah, I mean, everything's kind of working together at the same time. And he is a great head coach because if you yeah. think about the Eagles days, didn't they go to five? Yeah, NFC been, Championship games with him, yeah, he's been and one Super Bowl, and he's done it with different quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know, good quarterbacks from McNabb to Michael Vick, and then Alex Smith before Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That was a great. And he game. wins with all of them. Now, does he win Super Bowls with all of them? No, it's only been no. with Patrick Mahomes. That that game on Saturday or Sunday is going to be awesome. Yeah. And I the, thought and, last night's game. And the was weather's awesome. not going to be what it's been the last couple of weeks. It's going to be might be a little rainy, but it's going to be almost fifty degrees, if not higher than that. So mm. it's going to be a great game. Did you like the Bills going <laughs> for it on the punt? No fake punt. No, I thought that was horrible. <laughs> no, no, but no, I think luck, they might have been right though. It might have been an automatic call that the players just made because they counted and they only had ten guys. Yeah, maybe. So I still think it's dicey. It is dicey, but how many yards? That's how you're coached up. They did about five. Yeah, four, four or five, five or six. I just think they that's weren't dicey. that close. Because I mean, because if you don't get it, it, you know Mahomes is going to score. Now they got lucky because he fumbled, but you're giving Mahomes the ball to thirty. And I'm probably throwing the ball there. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not just going to. Hey, get get a six seven yards, Hamlin. Let's pick it up. Mm. Kind of dicey. Well, I, right, dicey it is play call. But you think eleven on ten? You're you, everybody should have a man, and you should be you should have it. I I kind of understand it. I hated it. But I understand, like, the automatic call nature of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well. I don't know. I felt like the Chiefs were the better team kind of throughout. Yeah, I did, too. Because they, they just, I mean, did they punt? They might be punted once. 
Not many. They're checking the stats. In the entire game. I know the Bills didn't punt often, but I felt like every time the the Bills scored, the Chiefs just they they seemed they to answer. move it easier. For some reason, I watched that game maybe because I because I had money on the Chiefs. I kept thinking the Bills were unstoppable. I kept thinking Josh Allen is just beasting today. Well, he is. I mean, he is. Whoever called him John Elway on steroids, it's accurate. I think it was yeah. Vic Fangio. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that is that actually is a good description. But Mahomes was awesome too, even though he didn't put up huge numbers. He was just awesome. I think he had a quarterback rating of 130. Yeah, I mean, he's just. I wasn't how many, making how many any completions mistakes. did he have? Six. Yeah. He had uh, Matt Pacheco Scantling was... making wackadoo one-handed catches down the sideline. Like that was just but, a but, weird again, game. But like I said, Pacheco was just huge for them. Yeah, and Pacheco that guy... ended up with 97 yards really on 15 good. carries. Mm-hmm. He also had one catch That's for a dude 14 they, yards. They just, so they just picked in the seventh round. Just like yep. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take a late flyer. In I mean, this both guy. teams ran, a big part of their both offense. teams ran the ball well, but. You just, if you're playing against the Chiefs, you just can't make those mistakes. Um, you know, missing guys in the end zone and, of course, the missed kick. I mean, Bass blamed himself for the loss, but man, it was so windy. You saw that ball, it moved 15 yards. You know, you got to get a little closer. Awesome game, though. So it was three That's why, total you know, punts. in the Raven game, Matt, um, with Tucker making those field goals, especially the long ones, it was windy in that stadium. Mm-hmm. And you saw how it affected the Texans kicker. Mm-hmm. And Tucker is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That he can just drill those. He knows exactly. I mean, he, he kicks everything straight as an arrow, but he knows how to to play the wind too. Mm-hmm. And it's, if you have a kicker like that, and Bass is a good kicker, but yeah. you you got to make that in the Ravens game. If we want to turn to that, because the Chiefs will play the Ravens, it'll be a road AFC Championship game for Patrick Mahomes, his sixth straight. Um, in the end, it's thirty four to ten. But I'm just wondering, Valdez, were you nervous at 10-10 at the half? Now, the Texans hadn't done anything offensively. They got a Steven Sims punt return. But it's still 10-10 at the half, and it's the NFL. Were you thinking about that tattoo? No. <laughs> didn't cross my mind once. They dominated the entire game. The score yep. just didn't show it they in the first half. crossed my mind at halftime. But then into the second half, you know what? the Ravens I was smashed thinking, them. I was thinking didn't. about that. Uh, actually, you know, I wasn't here Thursday or Friday, but I would have said this. Um I thought that was the biggest lock of the four games because Houston played twelve games indoors this year. Twelve. All right. I think they won nine of them. I so, brought was it. I brought that up that C.J. Stroud hasn't played a game in out uh, in December outdoors since he was a senior in yeah. high school. Now look in and December he, and he's, in December and he went to Ohio State and you know obviously the middle of the, of the country is cold, but you know you're ending your season in basically November. It wasn't even close to what the weather was in Baltimore. Um, you know. Eight degrees with the wind chill, wind. I just thought that was the biggest lock because Baltimore was going to handle that a lot better. And I didn't think Houston. I just think they're, they're a better a, team. Yeah, they're the, uh, they're the, they are the better team. But yeah. I, did, I wasn't afraid that Houston Fact, was going to go up and down the field. I see Valdez's confidence. The first time I watched the Ravens, really from they start, start to, start to finish. finish, they're they're the best team in the playoffs. I think they're the most complete. They're, their defense, their defense is, is number one. Their off, their offense was ranked second, and that's before Week 18 in yeah. the sloppy track I mean, against you know, Pittsburgh. Anybody can win. Now the fourth. There's no guarantee they're going to win by any stretch. But I'd say, like, in my amateur opinion, they're, they're like 60 percent chance of winning this thing. I you think s- so. It'll take a heroic effort yeah. from Patrick Mahomes 
And that's yeah. possible. That's the, the, the top quarterbacks do that. Like I could see, you know, had it been Josh you, Allen, you could see a Superman. But they're the 20. best. They're you the fin- best. You team. finally saw what I've been screaming. Well, no, I watch a little bit here and there. I know, I know, but like you finally got you. you it just <laughs> I mean, it slapped you in the face. How good they well, are. Well, their defense is really yeah. good. Do you have the, the, their defense? Yeah. The, their defense didn't allow the Texans in the red zone the entire game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They they held the Texans to three offensive points mm-hmm. without a sack. And without a turnover, they held the Texans without an offensive touchdown twice. They couldn't year. run the football yeah, yeah. at all. The Texans mm-hmm. could not run at all, so it was all on C.J. Stroud. Your offense better be clicking on every cylinder. I just beat the when I watch the Ravens, I watch for Lamar. If I'm like if I'm you know I'm a normal fan, you weren't watching for McDonald this week. No, well this week is different. Keep but when I watch DC. when I watch the Ravens, I focus on Lamar because sure. he's the most exciting player. He's right up there. With Mahomes, anybody else? This week, you just you're like, wow, this is the most complete team in the league. They didn't even have Mark Andrews. Didn't have Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they know, weren't they, even at full strength. And they didn't look great in the first half. Lamar got after him in, in the halftime, and they just put it together in the second half. Over 60 minutes, Houston had zero chance to win that game. Zero. Yeah. Uh, McDonald, though, I do think we should mention, and you know, he is one of the candidates for the commander's job. Against Slowick, another command. I think he's an interviewer today, right? Owns they interview him today. Three points. Mm-hmm. That's what the offense put up against yeah. McDonald's well, defense. Now, twice, a lot of it right? has to do with personnel. Of we course. can say they have superior personnel, but we'll wait till he comes here. That resume is looking good. Yeah, yeah. I was just happy that the games, you know, for the most part, besides the second half of the Raven game, was they were all tight games. They were all yeah. really fun to watch. Unlike the wild card weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into That's the NFC fair. in the next segment, but Sunday's what's the line right now on the Chiefs-Ravens game? I haven't seen it. I'm guessing three. And three. three and a half. The NFC game is seven, I believe, but I could be wrong. Mahomes has been to three Super Bowls already, and he's two and one in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is chasing Brady. It's a long ways away. No, but... he's incredible. I mean, the numbers he's putting up, the achievements – Six straight championship games? I mean, that's just absurd. Might not ever see that again. <laughs> but look, in the end, a lot of these guys, uh, you saw it with Josh Allen. The the quarterbacks just take over in mm-hmm. the playoffs, and Josh Allen was running the ball more. Lamar ran for 100 yards, two touchdowns. It's like they decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to use my legs more now. They use it in the regular season, but not to this extent. Well, it's Matt, where were you watch that game on a huge game like that? Were you watch it by yourself on my sofa. Yeah, by yourself. Yeah, I don't That's want any. I don't it, want any noise. You That's don't the, want to change the mojo. You don't want to be a part of it. That's, uh, I, but you will for the Super Bowl if they get there. What? Like you said, you'll go to the Super oh, Bowl. I, I already looked. I already looked at plane tickets. Oh, and, you're, and, oh, you're already inquiring. I've already looked at plane tickets. I've looked at game tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to exhaust different avenues for tickets. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah, use all your resources. Behind the scenes. Pretty, oh, it's pretty expensive. <laughs> YOLO. Sure YOLO. Yeah, you just go for it. Like Everything's cares. expensive. Yeah. I agree. Dude, but that's... It, costs, it costs about $2,000 to fly out there. Yeah. And I, and I can't get back until Tuesday. You know what's not as expensive? Mm. Watching it in my basement. Going and buying but... some Fritos and dip. Team... But I understand wanting yeah, to go. If your team is, yeah. yeah. You should... I still you regret not going to watch the Caps in, in Vegas, Vegas. Uh, during the Stanley Cup. I, I regret it mm-hmm. every day of my life. There's a little tinge of regret yeah. not going because I could have gone. I was looking at flights and said, you know what? 
Not going to worry about it. Miss the, miss the boat. Hmm. Standing on the dock, just look, looking out at the boat. You know what, Kate? <laughs> you were part of the parade, and you have a ring. That is very true. <laughs> Those are very Did good you things. go to any of the home games? I did go to the oh, home game where they destroyed the Golden Knights. Yeah. I think it was the game. I think it was game four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went to that. So that was great. All right. Coming up next, we'll get into the NFC matchups. Two really good games. Lurch's Niners survive a scare. Mm-hmm. The Lions make the <laughs> NFC championship game for the first time in, what, three decades? So we'll get into that next here on the Junkies. All right. Said we were going to give away some tickets to Nikki Glazer. We'll hook up caller number 10 right now at 800-636-1067. She pops up on my feed all the time. That girl is horny. Her, yes. It seems like her entire shtick <coughs> is about sex acts and what she likes mm. to do with her partners. And, mm. like, if you're, you know, if you're a young, horny guy, yeah. that's your show. That's your show. Caller number show. 10, it is the Good Valdez, Girl right Tour. Up your alley. Friday, June 21st. I'd probably have no fun there. Warner Theater. <laughs> tickets on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. It's courtesy of Live Nation. So, caller number 10 will hook you up with tickets to go see Nikki Glazer. Later in the show, we have tickets to our big event coming up February 2nd, Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. It is the 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 Live Uncensored event. So stay tuned for your chance to score tickets for that. So we were talking AFC over in the NFC. The Niners escape with the win at home in the rain against the Packers. And that was a game where it looked like the Packers dominated throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, Love played pretty well until he threw two awful interceptions, and obviously the last one in in the fourth quarter was terrible. Um, I I was a little disappointed in San Francisco's pass rush. They just Now, Love was dropping back. It looked like 10 yards. played a ton, I noticed. He played a lot. seemed like he played the whole thing. There's so many times where he he just tries to bull rush the tackle. If he just used a spin move, that doesn't sound Once familiar. Twice. I know. It's crazy, <laughs> right? Why can't he just, just use a spin move? No, I think the bull rush is actually an improvement because he used to do the bit where he always ran well, to the outside. Well, he I think yeah. the bull rush, I'm guessing the coaches actually kind of want him to do that because a lot of times it goes into the quarterback's face. Yeah, but he yeah, can mix it up. He, he can. And he, can he had a lot of opportunities up. where he could have just spun and gone to the inside and put more pressure on Love because they didn't get a lot of pressure on him at all. Right. Um, didn't sack him once. Well, here's the thing is that I know after the game, all the nerds were just attacking Purdy, and they were so happy that the seventh rounder didn't play great. Mm-hmm. But he did play well at the well, end the last drive when they needed him. Huge, right? Yeah. And Four he clearly, for five on the last drive. He clearly struggled. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, and Love had a couple throws where you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But Love didn't play great overall. No, he, he, nobody. You know, those two picks. And the lost, last pick was terrible. He lost them the game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody said anything about Love. All they wanted to do. Was pile Purdy. on Purdy. Yeah. I think because, because the seventh rounder confirmed their uh, belief. Sure, confirmation bias. But I think Love's second half of the season, I don't think there are great expectations for the Packers into the 49ers. Although some people were picking the Packers. But mm-hmm. going to San Francisco, I think that's why a little more scrutiny on Brock Purdy. And he did. Look, he was missing like check down throws. He said it after the game. Which yeah, it wasn't was, great. Maybe it was because of the rain. Um, he started with the glove. The ball was definitely the glove wet. Off. He seemed yeah. like he was struggling, no doubt. But I think Love's body of work heading into this, kind of, you, you, you give him a pass. I mean, I think the second half of the season, he went 18 touchdowns with one interception. Love has been but great. This, 
He wasn't great in that game, though. No, he, he, he had wasn't. A couple, in the end. I, he had a couple moments. I remember end one of the throw third, in particular. End of the third and then but, the fourth, not good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you, I'd be you, worried about the Niners' defense. You can't throw that ball the way he, you're, you can't throw against your body on first down. He could have run for six or eight yards and got out of bounds. No, he said after the game it was a mortal sin. It was. It was I, I, look, the Niners escaped. Yep, they got lucky. Partly, too, there was a missed kick there because the Packers Carlson. Um, had a field goal, which would have put them up by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be worried about your secondary. Secondary has been bad all year. Your pass Honestly. rush wasn't because good to the Because if San Francisco can't get to the quarterback, their, their secondary gets beat up and they get eaten alive. And Actually, Ambry Thomas obviously had two PIs, not good. Um, on third downs when you should have got the ball I mean, they back. They better be on point because Amon Rock carved them up. Yeah. And if he doesn't, Jameer Gibbs, is he's just a superstar in the making. Yeah. Like that dude has and serious bursts. Now Detroit lost their left guard. He won't be, I don't think he's going to be playing next week. Yeah. And their center, Ragnall, got hurt. Now he, he came, banged back, up he came back into the game. Yeah. But I think Green Bay's the offensive Niners line did a really good job against San Francisco's pass rush. Mm-hmm. I just thought that there could have been a little bit more blitzing to get to Love. But Love was dropping back so far, it was tough to get to him. They look vulnerable, though. And a month ago, before they played the Ravens, they everybody had them as the top team in the NFL. They looked unbeatable. Yeah. But clearly their secondary has issues. The pass rush wasn't great. Well, you know, Purdy, shaky in this game, but in the end, he wins it. I don't know, man. I, I like the, They're well, definitely on, favored. I mean, the big, they favored the by elephant what? in the room it was Debo was, didn't play. That, that's a huge, huge loss for huge. San Francisco. And a lot of people, even though he's been to f- this, like the the streak that the Chiefs have is amazing. Six straight AFC championship games. Mm-hmm. Well, the Niners are right in their ass. They've been to the championship game four, four out of the last five years. years and three years in a row. But Shanahan was getting murdered by a lot of the analytics people the way that they butchered the end of the first half. Yeah, no, I, I didn't understand that either. Um, but again, he's got timeouts. He's got timeouts. They have the ball and they're running the ball, not really using timeouts. It was like they weren't going for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's sounds, so afraid. Sounds like a Ron thing. Yeah, he's so afraid to give them the ball back yeah. that he got uber conservative. And did they hit a field goal at the end of that half? No. Yeah, because they didn't even get in position. No, it was just seven six at half. It was. It was kind of like you don't trust your quarterback. Well, yeah, he was I'm, struggling. At, at that time, it was really raining pretty hard, too. Um, you, you really couldn't notice it just watching the game. What did he say yeah. in the presser when asked about it? I'm sure he was I, asked. I can't remember what he said. Yeah, I don't remember. But the fact that Debo not being there, everything runs through McCaffrey, but Debo is such a, an option, not just in the passing game, but also in the running game. Um, and Juwan Jennings played great in kind of replacing him, but not having Debo, and I don't know what his status is for Sunday, but that's a huge, huge loss. McCaffrey's their offense, such a their stud, offense completely changes when Debo's not on the field. McCaffrey's such a stud. I saw a stat afterwards that not only did he lead the league in yards before contact, he mm-hmm. led the league in yards after contact. Yeah, he's tough to bring oh, down. He's, he's a load. He's great. Another well, one I loved coming into the draft. Yeah, he's great. That's the criticism that's, that people say about Purdy, though, that when Debo's not out there, he's, he stinks. Yeah, he, he's and he wasn't good. I mean, he had a great drive to win at the end of the game. Yep. And look, there's a lot of pressure. I mean, these are huge games. It's divisional play. To me, Purdy is established. He's established. It's going to get Everyone's tougher. just waiting for the other shooters to drop. I don't yep. think it's going to happen. Now it might happen against the Ravens. Ravens happen to have the very best defense in football. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he won't play great. But I, to well, me, they don't have an issue Detroit. at quarterback. 
I felt it was unfortunate the way that the game ended for Jordan Love because I thought at least for three quarters he was really good. Now, I know ultimately he threw two interceptions, but I felt like Jordan Love was really good, and he was good the game before. So people didn't – look, he got further than Aaron Rodgers did last year, right? Or kind of ended in the same spot because before is 0-3 against Shanahan in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love is very good. There's no Jordan doubt. Love is really good. Than I and thought. I felt the same way for Baker. Like Baker played awesome, but in the end, it ends with an interception that he forced. That was a, yeah. that was too too bad. He threw that. I, I felt like that and was that's a his game reputation where, right there. Yeah, it's a little unfair. And they, they were pressing. So they well. had to press. They were deep in their own territory. They needed to get downfield with yeah. not a lot could, of time. That was first down though, right? Was that a first down? Yeah, I think it was think early. So. Yeah, he didn't need to throw that. But but I could see that coming because I could just feel like. They're asking Baker to do too much. You know, he he's just not going to be able to keep up. Mm-hmm. You know, and he got cooking well, at the end of the like, first half. You felt the, like he eventually he's going to make a mistake. Yeah, I mean, he's he very did. good right now, but he's not elite. Yeah, very he got good. cooking at the end of the first half with the two passes to Evans, and they tie the game. But the Lions looked like the better team throughout. You know, yeah, the the Bucks could have tied the game there, but. They couldn't stop the they couldn't stop the Lions' offense, mm-hmm. and the Lions' offense. You know, Cakes has mentioned some of the weapons. They just have so many of them. I mean, they brought in Reynolds to score a touchdown. They brought him in like it's a usually it's Montgomery, line. yeah, and and Gibbs. So they got you know a really good running backs, a great tight end, yep, good receivers. And when Jared Goff can sit back there in the pocket, he's. He's as good as anybody. If they could really get Jamison Williams involved yeah. in the deep passing game, mm-hmm. I mean that's just he's another more like weapon. a like a trick gadgety type guy at this point. Like he's not heavily involved no, in the offense. They don't target him a bunch, but man, he's got such speed. They yeah. should. They have a group of good receivers and one elite receiver and a really like good. Like Ra is he is broken through to the elite ranks at this point. Like yeah. he's such a focus of that offense. So what and is the, the line there? Is it six and a half? I think I saw seven. I could be. I'd have to go back and check. I get back on my account. I love the Lions story, but I think I think it's going to come to a crashing end in San Francisco. Like I think they'll keep it close, but I just feel like, especially if Debo well, comes back, the Niners are going to be just too much. Thing. Too much. To if hand. Debo plays, I like their chances a lot. If he what? doesn't, um, it's a shoulder. Can, what is it? Was it? Did it pop out? Because they could just strap it up. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know what the diagnosis was, but you know, like the trainers, I would bet everything he plays. Next the trainers week. were. I would have thought he would have come back in the game. Yeah, I mean, with a shoulder, strap it up and get out there. Yeah, but maybe he couldn't raise his but arm. He gets dinged up. A, he gets dinged up a lot. Like he's a, such a physical player. Like there's, you know, there's a downside to that. You're I'm guessing gonna, if he could have come back, he would have come back. He'd be well, unless they were saving him. I, I don't know. No, he they're not he saving him. Go. They almost lost the game. He couldn't go. I don't understand it. I mean, I guess you're right. If he couldn't raise his arm to catch yeah. a ball, but. A shoulder pops out all the time. Maybe he got a stinger and he has no feel in his fingers. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of possibilities. I'm not saying he's not tough. I just don't understand it. Yeah. No, it really wasn't reported. I saw him say that he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one would expect him to play. My only thing is, I'm kind of with you, Cakes. Mm -hmm. I believe initially that Niners should advance and win the game. But their secondary is vulnerable. And I think the Lions... We'll be able to put up some points right. on them. Well, they got to. San Francisco's got to get the golf. All right, he's a statue yeah, yeah. back there. They got to get. Got to make him get him. They got to do spot. a better job because Chase didn't do much. Um, Gregory, when he was in there for Chase, he didn't do much. Both had a but, couple pressures, but ultimately Bosa, no sack. No, I know they just couldn't get to him. And Love yep. was dropping back so far. 
<laughs> and I would think Goff's going to do the same thing because he's mm-hmm. got a gun. Coming up next, we'll talk about a candidate who's emerged as the commander's next head coach. You got to see some of the candidates on the sidelines, whether it was McDonald, the defense coordinator of the Ravens, Ben Johnson with the Lions. But it looks like there's another viable candidate, and you may not be happy about it. We'll tackle that next here on The Junkies. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we're streaming live in the Odyssey app. Wherever you may be, you can take us on the go. You can also watch us. On the Monumental Sports Network. We appreciate that. Brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. It's Bish Cake, CB, and JP. A little bit later in the show, Matt Verderam is going to join us. Talk some NFL playoffs with Tim Spencer Carberry, your head coach of the Washington Capitals, joins us at 920. And we have tickets to our big event. 106 of the fan versus the team 980 coming up February 2nd, Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. We'll give you a chance to win some tickets for that. Uh, but of course, here in Washington, while you're watching the NFL playoffs, you're watching potential candidates for the next head coaching job. On Saturday, you got to see the Ravens defense stifle the Houston Texans offense while their defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, is one of the head coach interview requests for the commanders. Also, you got to see Ben Johnson on the sideline for the Detroit Lions. They were impressive. Of course, Goff has had a resurgence in his career. Ben Johnson scheduled to interview. So is Aaron Glenn, who is the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. But one guy who was not on the sidelines during the playoffs, but apparently was interviewed. And this, according to the Schultz Report, on Twitter, the commanders interviewed assistant head coach OC Eric Bieniemy for their head coach position this week. The meeting included owner Josh Harris, new GM Adam Peters, and Bieniemy, who I'm told had a quote excellent and highly detailed approach. Hmm. Well, he's got the time I mean, to put that anybody, all together. Does anybody really believe? I don't believe it. Does anybody believe no. this line that's coming out? Is it I, kind of a courtesy to be enemy? 
I, I think it's probably think more it that is. than anything. Does I anybody really is. think that Josh Harris is going to hire Bienmi as the head coach I would after be, I would watching be what happened this season? I think stunned. it's unlikely. Every game. The amazing thing about this is. I would puke. The amazing thing about it, and that seems to be the universal response. Uh, I put this up on Facebook because Josina Anderson reported this first and said, hey, how would you feel if he was hired? And most people are like that. But the amazing thing about this is if you look back three months, people wanted him. 80 to 90 percent of the fan base would have been for it. A lot can change in three months. (laughs) A lot lot of things go wrong in three months. I, I don't doubt. I actually think somewhere, someplace. He could be a good head coach because I do like his leadership qualities. I've kind of said that all season, and I don't mind holding people to a high standard. I think that's great. Um, you know, he's obviously a hard ass. There's a place for that for sure. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't like a lot of the guys here didn't like him. Now you could say that's the problem with them, not him. Okay, but I and they just didn't produce the offense. He didn't get he didn't get anything more than Scott Turner got out of this offense. Um, maybe like a half a point. I mean, but maybe if you give similar. him if you give him better personnel, maybe he is more right. Productive. Well, he don't have it here. He have so it go here. somewhere else, get better personnel. Yeah, I'm not saying he couldn't be a great leader of men, yeah. but his offensive coordinator uh, abilities was I, I wasn't blown away. Here's one thing that we don't know. So all of these head coaches, the ones that are in the playoffs, they're doing Zoom interviews, right? Yep. I'm looking at Pro Football Focus's coaching tracker. And what's interesting about Washington, I'm looking at other teams like the Chargers. And for the Chargers, it says completed interviews with Brian Callahan, Leslie Fazier, Aaron Glenn, Patrick Graham, Jim Harbaugh, Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald, Todd Munkin. I mean, they've completed interviews with, it seems like, 15 guys. Like, look at the list. And for the commanders, and maybe this isn't accurate, if this is updated, it says the only guy they've completed is Eric Bieniemy, and everybody else is right because these, scheduled. These Zoomers suck. Yeah, they don't count as like full blown interviews. I mean, think okay, about but it's, it. it's think counting about... for the other teams. So Ben Johnson has completed an interview with the Chargers, not with the Commanders. Raheem Morris has completed an interview because with the maybe Chargers, the Commanders have said not with the Commanders. We're going to do Zooms to know. get to know them, but we're going to do second interviews yeah. in person because yeah. think about the disadvantage you are. If all you can do is Zoom interview and some of your candidates you're up against can do live yeah, interviews. Yeah, of course. No, I get it. Like, I'm looking at the Seahawks. All right. This guy's pretty popular. Uh, the Jaira Vero guy who's the defensive coordinator from the Panthers. He is? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's being interviewed by a bunch of teams. Oh. And it says head coach interview request, second interview scheduled Their defense with is actually Seattle. Yeah. Maybe they just haven't updated Washington because I'm telling you when you look at it, the enemy is the one guy they've completed. And what I'd say is, this is what we don't know. In the this is what we don't know. These guys, Peters, Josh Harris, and whoever else is making the decision, whether uh, Bob Myers and Spielman are still in the mix, they're getting a pitch. And maybe Bienemy's pitch will be more impressive than some of these other guys. I agree with you on the stats. I was bringing that up all season long. The offense... Didn't really improve from Scott Turner's offense. Now he could say, "Well, I was stuck with Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell I led played, the league in Sam interceptions. Excellent for him in the first half okay. of the season." But I'm just saying what he could say is, "I was stuck with this guy, inexperienced, led the league in interceptions. My head coach wouldn't let me switch to the guy that I wanted." Jacoby, I don't know what he could say. What I would say the counter to that is just to defend him 
is that um, you didn't do him any favors. You dropped him back 50 times. <laughs> um, I mean, what I are don't you disagree doing? with you. What I, are you doing? But I don't but disagree JP, with you. But, but I, he also can say. A, I put a lot of stock in the fact that historically when a, a new owner and a new coach come mm-hmm. in, they don't uh, keep the same coordinators. Right, no, I alone, agree with let you. Let alone elevate they them don't. to head coach. Yeah, they don't do I agree with you, but what if he has the best pitch? What if he has the best defensive coordinator matter. lined up? These guys all have to give you a pitch. This is what my staff is going to look like. This is what I'm going to do. I would say. You rule him out of hand. Yes. Because of what he did on the field a, last season with this group. It's a better chance that Drab climbs Mount Everest than Eric Bieniemy becomes head coach of the Commanders. If you want to chime, become a head coach elsewhere. Right. But it's it not going to work in this group. If you want to chime work. in, 800-636-1067. 17-game interview. And you know what? How would you feel if Bieniemy, they're reporting him as viable. And the the leaks are it was an excellent interview, and he was They're very detailed. That on purpose eight hundred six three six and say he sucked eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Well, I also have read, and I don't know what to believe. I know you're reading that these interviews haven't happened yet, but I've also all read that Raheem Morris already interviewed Aaron Glenn already. Interviewed. I would just say that website's yeah. not up today. Ben yeah. Johnson already interviewed. Um, there was another one I'm missing. Quinn? Maybe they, maybe they just don't count as Quinn. I've, I've read that all those guys interview. have already. What I'm interviewed. telling you is they did for the others. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I, why Washington. Just don't, just don't put too much stock at some Schultz website. No, this is from Pro Football Focus. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Um, because the commanders have already, I'm, and I'm reading from multiple websites, they've already interviewed Aaron Glenn. Yes. So they've already completed that one. And that was a day before they played the divisional round. But they didn't interview him in person, right? Oh, oh I'm sure it wasn't in person. Well, though. you're yeah. not allowed to interview these guys in person yeah, until they're still in the playoffs. today, I believe. The 22nd. Right. I don't know. I don't really care about the timeline. It doesn't It, it doesn't matter to me. Just get the right guy whenever you do. Um, uh, you know. It's kind of crazy to me that Belichick and or Harbaugh haven't been officially named yet. Harbaugh's already interviewed a couple different times. With a the couple longer it goes with Harbaugh, the more I think he's just using him to get a better deal at Michigan. I don't know. I don't know how, what to believe on that. He was at the Ravens game having a great time, mm-hmm. supporting his brother. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these guys, like you said, are doing Zooms. But, I mean, the Chargers have interviewed 15 guys. Probably half of them were Zooms. Mm-hmm. Here's a, a response uh, in favor of Eric Bieniemy mm-hmm. from Javon Howard on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the junks. I'm cool with it. He'll need more pieces, the O-line and maybe another wide receiver blocking tight end. Like, I think the people that are supporting him, they point to the personnel and saying, well, what, what could you expect? A lot more. I expected a lot more. Be honest. I think most people expected. I expected a lot more. A I expected leap more from the offense. I expected actually happen. more creativity. Like I understand you didn't. We all know you don't have Mahomes and you don't have Kelsey and all these other guys. Tory Kill, I get it, but you could still have some, some more creative. You waited till the last game of the season to get yeah. creative and go into his real bag of tricks. Like, like, what are you doing? I, don't yeah. I think Why that's did... totally fair. <laughs> I think he did do it's some not? things early in the season. Here's one from Borzu. He didn't really do that much. Asbafari. Yeah. Says the way Brissett played when he got a chance makes me think EB wasn't the real issue. Not enough to make him my first choice, but there are worse options. I'd like to see what he could do. I, I would just say I'll puke if they hire him <laughs> because he had a 17 game. 
and it and it, it didn't go well. What right. if he was held back by Ron? What if he that. wanted Jacoby to play? I don't believe that. Ron wanted to run the ball, you know, prior to him coming here. Mm. Um, Ron didn't even know what he had in the quarterback room, completely clueless. Uh, I don't believe that at all. He said he turned it over to, to Eric. It sounded like he did, other than maybe some fourth down calls. Well, Biennemi should have made a bigger stink if he wanted Brissett earlier in the season. He yeah. should have basically said to Ron, I'm going to go on strike if we don't play Jacoby Brissett. Right. Because he's better than I Sam mean, Howe. Otherwise, you're not going to have an offensive coordinator. But I still want to get paid. Getting back to the interviews, Valdez, you might know this because you follow the Ravens, obviously. Haven't the, didn't the commanders already interview Anthony Weaver and Mike McDonald? I think you're right. Yeah, yes. Zoom. Yeah. That was before that Peters. Was, that, was during, that, was bef- that was during their off week, their bye week. I so that, I think that was before Peters was announced as the new Well, they GM. said they gave out the list, right? They, yes. There's a public list of who they were going to interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, really I don't believe, that's why I don't believe this, because they've already done a number of interviews already. Yeah, and I mean, this web, web, website's saying they've only done one. PFF. Yeah. yeah or I, NFL.com, whichever. I was looking at a bunch. Yeah, I would just say that they're, it's just not accurate, and who cares? They said they're going to interview these guys. They're going to interview they're, they're gonna right, Let's go to the phone, see what people think. What if Biennemi emerges as the head coach? How would you feel? I saw some people saying they would lose respect for Adam Peters. Well, you're all excited that you got this general manager, right? Let's say the general manager, clean slate, interviews six guys and the enemy's the best. No, here's what's going to happen. If Adam Peters walks into Josh Harris's office and says, the enemy's the best candidate, Josh Harris is going to look him right in the eye and say, well, you better go back and re-interview some candidates, my friend, because that is not the best candidate. I'm, That's I, what would happen. I'm trying to think of a uh, an outrageous bet I can make. If oh, they, I, I hope you do. Yeah. Please come up with something. I might just change re- your name from EB. I know. I might. Re- I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, I was just. I was just thinking. I'll just retire my name. Like you can never call me EB again. <laughs> I don't want to have Dick. the same. It was Eric. It was Eric. Yeah. I changed my name. Yeah. I'm not. You know. It's not going to happen though. It's not going to happen. They're not going <laughs> to hire him. It was a big crash and burn. All right. We've got a bunch of people that want to chime in. We'll come back. Take your calls. Are you in favor of the enemy and why? And if not, tell us why. It'd be horrifying. Your call's next here on The Junkies. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're talking about Eric Bieniemy being interviewed by the commanders and being a serious candidate, a viable candidate, it was reported. Somebody tweeted us kind of defending Bieniemy. It's an after-week 15 chart ranking offensive play callers this season. It's a little confusing. Like, I don't know the metric. It says personnel and market efficiency with team constraints. Yeah, that... That means nothing to me. That I, means well, they're, they're I mean, hooking them. Yeah, I don't. With team, it's got Kyle Shanahan number one, Andy Reid number two, Mike McDaniel number three. But where Bienemy falls is above average and right next to Sean McVay. Okay. Ahead of guys like Todd Munkin and Joe Brady, who we saw this weekend in the playoffs. Some people think he's a, a good play caller. Maybe he's limited by the personnel. We all think that the offensive line stinks. Mm. You've said many times that they don't have anybody worth keeping, basically, outside of <clears throat> Terry McLaurin. It's true. All right. So he had to work with a subpar offensive line, mediocre running backs, overrated wide receivers, mid tight end. Scheme guys open. They're still professional and, athletes. And an inexperienced quarterback. Scheme, scheme them open. Maybe we he did. had the least. Open receivers in the league, right? Our our our, our that still that, floors me. Yeah, I don't know how Terry McCorn and Dotson, and I like those guys. Uh, how's that possible? And Samuel, I don't we're know. the least open wide receivers in football. We, we, you know, you can't tell me they're the worst. Mm. They weren't scheming them open. All right, I don't think the Bienemy is a viable candidate. Uh, he, he's. I don't think that he is. Either. That was a professional courtesy, which he deserves. Was. Because he's been around a long time and he's had a million interviews. But with this group, we've already done that experiment. He had a 17-game interview. It did not work. Didn't work here. The offense wasn't as bad as the defense, but it wasn't much better. I think Harrison Peters and all those guys, they've probably got a couple names they really, really like. And they've interviewed, you know, 10 guys. Seems like the fix is in for Ben Johnson. Seems like the fix is in for Johnson, but you have to give... Ben Johnson had... He did, like, three interviews on Saturday. Yeah. The busy man. In demand. He was interviewing with the Chargers, the Seahawks. I mean. You do have to leave open the possibility that a guy can come in and blow your doors off. Sure. Yeah. You have to. Like, he could be a charismatic guy. He could be. He could have a game plan and an execution thing that totally is in sync with what you want to do. I know you you say the fix is in. That they really want Ben Johnson. Maybe they do. Doesn't mean Ben Johnson wants to come here. Well, that's what I was saying. I guess you weren't here. I was saying that all along. Like, if I'm Ben Johnson, is what the if he commander wants to go my out? first choice? Yeah, what I don't if he think wants so? to go with uh, Herbert? The reason why you come here is because you have a longer runway. And, yeah. and, and, you're and maybe top. you're excited for the new quarterback. You got a ton yeah, of cap you room. Start, you're basically starting from scratch. I'm not saying it's not a desirable job. I'm saying you don't know what's in these guys' heads. Now, I see, and Ben Johnson argument, might say, I don't want to go there. I want to go out to LA. That's fair. Yeah. And Herbert's a great quarterback, but. You know, he, you could argue he's a coach killer. I don't know about that, but I don't know if he's great. I don't know if I'd put him in the great category yet. Yeah, I'm gonna, great? I'm gonna hold he's the had judgment great on moments. that. He's had moments. He might want Atlanta. His stats are pretty he, good. Who knows? I mean, Atlanta doesn't have the quarterback yet, but they got all the pieces around him. Uh, yeah, you're right. All right. A lot of people right, here. Calls. A lot of people here want EB. I don't know much, Larry. but I know that Eric Bieniemy is not going to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. <laughs> I don't know much. I've, <laughs> I've said that for 20-plus years, but I know in my heart of hearts 
yeah. that Eric Bieniemy is not your next head fact, coach here. That I do know. There might be a mutiny if they named. <laughs> no, but if, half the team if hated Eric Bieniemy is named the head coach of the Washington Commanders. You have to have serious questions <clears throat> about the ownership group moving forward. Well, and, and, and Adam Peters, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely. Well, you got to hire a guy who your star player had one of his worst years. I mean, come on, it doesn't make no sense. Who's the star player? McLaurin. Okay, <laughs> McLaurin. He's, he's a good player. For us, he's our star yeah. player. <laughs> I know it's yeah. sad. <laughs> Relatively, he's the you star player. You had a higher opinion of him going into the season. Your opinion on him has, has yeah, diminished. Yeah, but I've never thought he was in the class of, like, Justin Jefferson and Jamar and Chase. I've said this, too. thought he was here's right what I, in that here's next Here's something yeah. I do know, that his numbers would be 20% higher with a top five or top seven quarterback, which he's never had yeah. here in Washington. Not mm-hmm. even close. His numbers should have been higher. They threw the ball all the time. Right. Didn't throw enough to him. He wasn't targeted. Let's go to Kevin in Lanham. Kevin, I can tell I'm going to argue with people today. <laughs> hey, Kevin, Kevin, what's up? Oh, come on, man. You're not going to argue with people. What's up, Junks, man? How y'all doing? Up, Good. Kevin? How would you feel if EB was named head coach? I think I'd be okay with it. My assessment is um, the Harris group came in here, and I feel like uh, EB was a part of that. Not not you, EB, but Coach <laughs> the enemy was a part of, yeah. Yeah, was a part of the assessment on the dumpster fire that they were inheriting. So I feel like he was a part of that group. You know, when a real estate person comes in and, like, buys a failing business to see what was failing and, and, and revamp it and rebuild it, I think he was a part of that group, and we just don't know. But they're still going to do their due diligence and try to check out some other candidates. But I feel like he was a part of it because he came in the same time the Harris group came in, and all the fans were upset why the Harris group wasn't moving on the general manager and everything, and they waited till firing Ron Rivera. and then all Well, of a that sudden, would boom, be boom, the boom, greatest – well, like, yeah, but you remember, Kev, they, they could have been having discussions with these people weeks ago, if not months ago. Correct, but but EB on the sideline and seeing what he's working with, like as a next head coach, and keep in mind all of the former players were upset that EB never got a head coaching job. Like, why is he going to the commanders for a coordinator job? That's weird. You go to a – He didn't a have any other opportunities. Franchise. Well, we don't know that. That's another thing we don't know. But I think I, I think we like know he was that. a part of the group. I think he's a part of the group um, to reassess the team. I'm willing to wager. Uh, I don't think he's going to be named head coach. Yeah, I don't so think Kevin he is either. So Kevin thinks he's going to get the gig. I'm with Cakes. I'm willing to sacrifice the name, my nickname. I will I will have some sort of ritual where I give it to him. Because I'm already <laughs> scheming up my new T-shirts I'm coming out. Okay. When he's so not this is if he's if he's hired as a head coach, which he won't be here. Yeah. I, 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 save this. Zero percent chance. Yeah. I don't think any zero. of us is going to bet that he's going to be the next zero. head coach. We're entertaining this conversation because it was reported that he's a viable candidate. It, that they're just saying that to, it, it's I, a courtesy. They're okay, being but nice. you, I, I do think, and you said this before, you have to entertain the possibility that, that he blows you Harris, away. Harris, Peters. Well, what if the other guys are just underwhelming? And he's I find the it hard best to interview. That all of them are underwhelming. The problem is, is it doesn't. It shouldn't even matter how your interview skills are. I was a terrible interviewer. Great employee. <laughs> well, I wasn't good in interviews. For which you job? Were, you were a great hey, employee would, at the yeah. nursing home. Yeah. You would think. You would think. Uh, probably has a leg up or the inside track on the other candidates interviewing. I mean, the he job. knows the squad better than anybody. Yeah, that's yeah. what. Right. He I knows. Mean, he know, he can pinpoint the problems and how to fix sure. them probably better than. But Peters than ben Johnson and Spielman could. and Harris, they all know that. 
I mean, if you're doing an interview with Mike McDonald, he's, you know, first of all, you're doing it in Zoom. Or Ben Johnson, you're doing Zoom. They've got games they're pre- 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 uh, preparing for. I mean, they're prepping for well, those a divisional are, playoff They're, they're game. sleeping two hours. The guys that are up for head coaching jobs are sleeping like two hours a night. Yeah, so Because half the time is on the Lions, and the other half the time is on the Who knows what openings. the questions are for guys like Ben Johnson. Obviously, Biennemi can break down the team and the roster better than those guys, but it doesn't mean he's more viable. He had a 17-game tryout with this crew yeah. and did and did, was underwhelming, to say the least. Yeah. I agree, but he also had but terrible he, personnel. He's got the same, going to have the same personnel next year. The you same know the attitude he had in that one interview, and we kind of laughed, um, one of the press conferences towards the end of the season, I can't remember who asked the question. It might have been Kime or something, maybe Ben Standig. And said, "Well, how is your first year of play calling gone?" And he said, "No, it's my seventh year of I play calling." <laughs> but during a resume, he might be able to go. Here's my two rings, and I've called plays, and I was successful there. Here, I was limited by a head coach who st- who stinks and stunk, and by the personnel. Maybe. All right, that could be the case. And he I might be able to say, "I just know what a lot of people are saying." He might be able to say, "Hey, and when Jacoby Brissett came in, my offense looked pretty good." Well, then I would say if you thought Jacoby Brissett was better and you were in charge of this thing, why didn't you have him start yeah, seven should, weeks exactly. ago? When you like saw Howell start Because the head coach, once he arrived, when the enemy showed up, everybody knew that Howell was going to be the starter. Listen, you know what I will tell him? I would say, I'm sending Jacoby Brissett out there. And if you, you don't like it, you can pull, him off. You can pull him off the field yeah. in front of millions of people and look like an <laughs> idiot. I would tell him, Brissett's better, and I'm playing him. I don't care what you say. And if you want, he's the head you want, coach. You can fire me. Doesn't Go ahead, and fire me. <laughs> so you do a mutiny on the sideline right yeah. there. No, no. I just tell him behind JP, closed doors, I'm starting Brissett no matter what you we say. We were hearing that Biennemi was really running the team. Not That's Ron. what we heard. We heard that right. multiple times from good sources. Biennemi was running the team. Ron even said himself he wasn't coaching. So that was Biennemi's choice <laughs> to put out Ron wasn't even coaching until the last few weeks. He's asleep at the wheel. Ron was here for three, three years and ten games and didn't do anything. <laughs> Then when he did coach, his uh, team was just running up and down the field and passing up and down the, the field on them. The fact that other teams are still interviewing Ron for some sort of position <laughs> is somewhat stunning to me, too. I don't know which one would stun Maybe, me you know more. The enemy coaching here or someone it's hired like the good Ron. Old boy That's like that a DC or something. It might just be a Curtis. It's just friends. He's got like, friends and other teams. Oh, 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 look at poor Ron. Hey, I got, I got a great Ron story I'm going to tell you guys during the break. Yeah, good. Oh, a great Ron story. Oh, You have good Ron skinny? I have a great Ron story. You have to break early. All right. All right, let's go to Anthony. Anthony, what's up? You're on with the Junks. Hey, what's up, Junks? I uh, love your show. Thank you, sir. I'm first time caller. I Thanks, love man. listening to y'all every morning. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, sir. So I, I don't see why Coach Bianami cannot be a viable option. I mean, he's got two Super Bowl rings. I mean, I think one, one of your producers said, oh, he wasn't running the show in um, Kansas City. Okay, you could say that about a lot of OCs that were under Andy Reid. He was part of that coaching staff that won two Super Bowl wins. I would just say he had a he seventeen had game resume here. He had a seven. Okay, he had that a, was one season. One season with a fifth round. What did he do that? Was, that what did he do here as the OC that piqued your interest? That say, you know what? I need okay. to see more of that. I see. I like his leadership quality. Now, I yes, do like I that. I he, do like that. He can. He he can. He he should have adjusted a few things. But once the um once Brissett came in, all of a sudden McLaurin got open. Yeah, you know what I'm too so, little, too late. Uh, too little, I mean, too late. Still should be an option. I mean, the, the 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 management group, they know they know more than us. I think he's a viable option. If he's able to run a show, he can put the pieces that he wants 
and then we go from there. All right, well, let me ask you this, Anthony. Out of all of the guys yeah. that they've already interviewed, right, mm-hmm. and the guys mm-hmm. that are out there, would you put Bienemy as your number one choice choice as a fan, or would you um, hire one of these other coordinators? Um, because of the don't know possibility, I would probably go with Bienemy because of the track record. I would not, I would not uh, ding him off of one season. Wow. All right. So he's your top choice. Okay. Next pal. I know. I would know, but I'm saying if I was to like assess the whole thing, I would probably have him as my top choice based off the track record. Because Ben Johnson's like one and a half seasons. I want to see four seasons from him before he's being the head coach. Uh, possibility. All right. That's. Oh, sorry, 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 Anthony. I didn't mean to cut you off. All right. Off. So there are some Benjamin guys out there. I mean, there's, there's a lot. It's Look kind of kind of surprising to me, but it, listen, I just got to be honest. It, you guys know that he was an abrasive guy in that locker room. And again, I like his his style to me. It's fine if you're an ass kicker. It's fine if you win. You know, it's fine. Um, but half the team maybe was that bitching works. after the season. I was going to say, maybe All that works. All of a sudden, they started talking. I don't want those soft guys. Maybe that works for some teams in some locker rooms, but it clearly didn't work here. Right, but we're not going to be able to get rid of every soft guy. I mean, probably I not. understand what you're saying, but there's no way they're going to hire somebody that half the team didn't like and you that can team blame will finish them. with four wins i know they suck and you can blame them but i would say hold on there must be something going on if half the team doesn't like this guy mm-hmm. because they were used to not working he sped up the tempo and practice and all yeah. these things he, that we heard you know about what? he worked their asses off to score a half point it, more per game it didn't now that like i'll it. agree with you i brought up the numbers more <laughs> than anybody on this show <laughs> all right let's go to brian alexandria brian what's up Good morning, Junks. Love the program. Thanks so much for doing what you Thank guys you, do. Thank you, Brian. Always a good time. Now, listen, I, I think that the whole enemy thing makes sense, and you're not going to like this at all, but it makes sense if Adam Peters has decided to not draft a quarterback at number two. If he decides to roll into next season, to rebuild with other pieces elsewhere, trade down, whatever, if they decide to roll into next year with Sam Howell's quarterback, you want him to have a familiar face <laughs> running the offense. All right. What are we talking you think about so? here? Are you run back with both Sam Brian. and the enemy? No, no, my point is, no, listen, the point is you have 19 people you got to fill positions for. You need like 19 new starters on this team. Including, I generally including, agree with that. including quarterback. <laughs> I generally agree well, with including, that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yes, absolutely you need a quarterback. But personally, I don't think quarterback is the most – it is the biggest position of need. I think O line is the biggest position of need, followed by line. Well, then I, I mean, you need. I can't have a conversation. More he's not articulating it well. Here. He's not articulating it well. But I think what he's saying is, any quarterback's going to struggle if they don't have a line. Right. I think that's what he's saying. That's fine. Okay, but, but Brian, I can, I can buy that. Brian, and everybody else out there that thinks like Brian, they are one hundred percent going to draft a quarterback right. at number two. And those people are thinking incorrectly. But yeah. I would say this, though, Jason, yeah. it, and it doesn't appear that this class is that, but if they looked at it and said, this is a Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, uh, Willis uh, class, yeah. then we can't draft a quarterback at two. I agree with that. But, but that, it doesn't but, appear but that this that's this kind of yeah, class. It's not that class. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All, these, all these quarterbacks are better than Kenny Pickett. All right, should I we come so. back and take more calls? <laughs> People yeah, want to chime yeah, in. The yeah. enemy is he's getting definitely some, he's getting some revived support. <laughs> somebody that fires people up. There are people that are for him that believe he should have a shot based on his resume, mostly with Kansas City, not with Washington. And then there are people like us who watch him with Washington yeah. that are like, "No, you stink. I'd be handing Shouldn't him have a, a chance." I'd be handing him a Greyhound. How about this? Ticket. Could, he, could he be the O's? Could he be the head coach and 
don't don't say anything about the offense. Yeah, hand over the play calling. Then maybe I would do that. <laughs> no, he would never do that. I would take that. him as a leader. Why? That's what yeah. Sirianni did. The team hated him. I, yeah. I just don't see him doing that. He's a control I. freak too. He wants total control. If he has nothing to do with play calling, then I'm interested. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. More of your calls next here on the Junkies. All right, a lot of people want to weigh in on Eric Bieniemy. Potentially being the commander's next head coach, how would you feel? Seems like nobody in this room would feel excited about it. There'd be contempt, disdain. I think EB there'd said be he'd a, lot, puke. a lot of disappointment. Let's go to the phones. Do like a I'm not even a fan speed of round, EB. All right. I mean, I would like to see what he could do with an upgraded offensive line and a better quarterback. I just somewhere don't else. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be here. <laughs> don't in do it old here, DC proper. Don't do it here. And he can say what he wants about how he's been play- calling plays for seven years. Nobody's buying it. You might have been calling some plays, but everybody knows Andy Reid was, uh, you know, the final say, was calling plays in critical moments. We, you could see it. Through the yeah, years. and the narrative, too, that a lot of people would say, well, look how the Kansas City offense has suffered without the enemy and maybe regular season statistics they suffered, but they're right back in the AFC Championship game. The offense looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're doing okay in Kansas City. They're all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to Ali in Huntingtown. Hey, Ali. What's up, man? You're on with the Junks. Hey, Junks. Man, I've been chomping out the bit to get on here. I am flabbergasted at the callers before this. It blows my mind that people think that EB would even be halfway decent of a head coach here. Listen, it's been said numerous times already on, since you guys have been talking this morning, okay? He had all season long 17 games to interview. You can sit here and say it's personnel, personnel, but when you're passing, you know, 50 times a game, you run it a couple. You see the run works in some of these scenarios, and then you just don't stick with it. You abandon it. Why in the heck would you ever consider somebody like this? You change his personnel. I mean, as a matter of fact, if you go to any team, if you have great personnel, it's not as hard, and you can't argue that, to be a better offensive coordinator, to run plays with more weapons. Of course it is. But that's not what we have here. What we have here is a work in progress. You need somebody who knows or at least is willing to come in here Give it the raw and make changes. And if something doesn't work, you don't stick with it. You try it or try something different. EB is not that guy, guys. And it blows my mind that anybody thinks otherwise. To be frank with you, and I'm on the books, whereas as I'd love to turn my back on the team. It's hard to, you know, after 30 years. Me too. Years I keep anyway. trying. I can't do it. <laughs> thanks, pal. Yeah, thank you. I know, man. All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I perfect, keep... perfect time to jump on the purple and black bandwagon. <laughs> it's a pretty late. good time. I mean, yeah. if, if you were seriously considering it. I was really torn, I got to say, on Saturday because, you know, I wanted the bit kind of to happen to have uh, Matt come in here. But then I actually did feel sympathy, and I didn't want the poor guy to have a tattoo. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I Lamar's felt, booty. Yeah, I softened. Uh, I felt kind of bad <laughs> yeah. about it. And then I actually love watching Lamar play because yeah. he's an exciting player. Oh. Um, so I was just torn. I missed that. So he said if they lost, he would get a tattoo of, on his butt. Yeah. Well, we we, we goaded him into it. Lamar so is booty on his butt. Oh, okay. It would say Lamar is booty. Oh, Even gotcha. if Lamar played great, doesn't matter. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, because we know how much he loves Lamar, was that simply for the Texans game, or does that? No, it was just for the he Texans. So Houston game. I'm gonna give you. He's off the. He's off. I'm the asking hot him. So it's not like uh, I get Taylor Swift's. Face tattooed on my ass. Tay <laughs> yeah. Tay. That would be pretty funny. I, I don't know. I told Drab. I, I told Drab. I told Drab, and I'm just I'm tweaking him now. As I said, for the first time in history, what they should do is for when the Ravens are at play the Super Bowl, they should have the NFC Pro Bowl team play them. 
<laughs> oh, you are uber confident. You're yeah. flexing those muscles over there. I, I, I don't know. Is, is is Drab talking to somebody on the phone? Yeah, he's talking he, to one of the callers. Valdez's theory is that Drab doesn't like how cocky he is, and Drab wants him to toe the company he wants, line. He wants me to get humbled. Yeah, he. You don't like his arrogance, his he wants cockiness. Him down a peg. Drab's never been a bigger Chiefs fan. No, yeah. no, I, I, I kind of like the Ravens, and I like watching them. I just think he's disrespecting Mahomes. The Texans thing, I can understand. He's doing a bit, a wacky bit, whatever. Yeah. No, nobody's really threatened by that. But him mocking Mahomes, I mean, like it's a done deal, fait complete. The Ravens are going to be Super Bowl champions. The bravado it, it is a little out of control, and it's making me a, a little excited to see. Uh, Andy Reid and Mahomes just so you actually there. now you're I you are actually all now out I'm rooting. actually it's moving me towards the you're going to definitely root and I and I hate the Taylor Swift thing and I hate Kelsey <laughs> and then his brother's now in it it's just obnoxious it is that actually I, I really would be awful I'm just thinking about it for a second if it, you have two ta- weeks of like Taylor and Taylor Jason. like. Taylor wins a Super Bowl like all of a sudden yeah somebody actually suggested online they should give Taylor a ring did you see that. It's no more absurd than us getting yeah, rings for the I mean, uh, Stanley, uh, Stanley Cup rings. Well, at least we interviewed the player. I guess she's banging a player. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's, there. she's there like every game. Yeah, I mean, she is supporting the team. She's getting them on, I, and I like that. Yeah. I used to. She's getting on my nerves. Oh, she should. I mean, how could you every not? time that you know Kelsey catches touchdown she, or Pacheco, she's screaming Pacheco's name. Right. I mean, she's just like, getting. They did a, like a heart a graphic transition. Yeah. she was on. Mm-hmm. And then the brother, they'll in fact. He was drunk. What one is it? His brother was drunk. He, he was, was drunk tailgating with the drunk Bills Mafia before the drunk game. Drunk in public, and they're just out there like making a like some uh, your sweetheart brother. Listen, <laughs> the brother. What's the what's the Jason? Jason, Jason. Jason yeah. Kelsey's been a great player, right? Going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep. Nobody knew he was a year ago. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> For the most part, <laughs> I kind of I kind of agree with that. He For was the a most center. part. Now all of a sudden he's like a celebrity, and his brother's banging Taylor Swift. It's uh, it's too much, Gakes. Well, I'm out. I'll, I don't care about the Taylor Swift thing. It's too much Travis Kelsey in commercials. It's too much. Every other commercial that you see of them. He's in is, all of them. is Travis Kelsey. There, I, there's so many uh, check your FICO in. score ads. I mean, I would do the same thing. No. Direct TV ads. <laughs> no, no, no. He's in FICO ads. I, you know what? I He's, hate him. <laughs> he is in every commercial. I it's hate crazy. Him. Yeah, but you wish you had one of him. You wish you had a Travis Kelsey. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll give me a Kittle. That's fine. I, 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 give me a Kel, give me a Kelsey in his prime. Give me a Kittle that's not doing all Kittle. the commercials. Although Kittle wore an outfit that was outrageous to yeah, the game. I'll take I'll, Laporta. I'll take Laporta. I'll take a young stud <laughs> yes. tight end. Those too. guys are all. Don't awesome. get me wrong. All right, we said we were going to do speed round, EB. Yeah, so. Give them like twenty seconds each. Are they in or out on the enemy? They're not going anywhere. We're we're fine. We got hours. Yeah, doing this for thirty years. They have important work to get to. Paul, Paul, what's up? Hey, what's up, fellas, man? When y'all get to me, man, we get to this 20-second thing, man. But uh, anyway, <laughs> let me say this. Uh, uh, I, either way, I think that they'll make the right decisions. But I want to say this, too. With the terrible coaching that we've had these last five to ten years, how we make one guy is a one-and-done and like he's the last coming or whatever. But I don't really want to get into that as much as I say is this, that us, the callers, yourself, and everybody else, we got opinions. When it comes down to Josh and Peters, they're going to be dealing with facts. I like the fact that they're interviewing this guy. But the other thing, fellas, and y'all can help me out with this, is that why are they still keeping him around if they may be ready to get rid of him? He's under so contract. He's, 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 fellas. he's under contract. The contract so the, part, the, yeah, I know about the contract part, but I'm just thinking that if you get a, if you hire a D.C. D coordinator, 
why head coach Ali talking about still keeping him as a, uh, as an OC. I hope not. I'm sure they talk to. I'd I'm sure they talk the, to the candidates I'd about that. I'd rather be the head coach and have, have nothing to do with the offense. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that fellas at all because I know one thing: them lames that claim that he coaches real soft, we won't have them around no more. And I'm tell you something: my brother threw some facts out at me mm. with Terry McCoy. I'm going to tell you, that guy gave up on a lot of patterns last year, man, because he was too much into his damn feelings. Excuse my language, fellas. But y'all have a great day, man. I don't know if those are facts. You too. Yeah, <laughs> where's the fact? How's that a fact? <laughs> he gave up on routes because he was into his feelings. Hey, it was fact in his mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't buy the all 22 this year, so I didn't check the routes. He got engaged? Is that what he's saying? He got engaged, so he gave up on routes. No, I say I think he's saying he got into his feelings, upset that he wasn't yeah, getting the ball thrown. I don't know. Let's go to Aaron Suitland. Aaron, what's up? Hey, man, thanks so much for taking my call here. We want to talk facts. Let's talk about facts. We're talking about Scott Turner, who was here for three years, who never been an offensive coordinator. Then we get EB to come in. He's been in here for one year, right? Mm-hmm. So here we are. We're going to change the head coach. We're going to change the offensive coordinator. One of the biggest problems that we had this year, the offensive line was, was subpar. Our wide receivers were running two and three in the same area. Everybody's talking about how when we just left uh, uh, Wentz and, and, and Heineke, I think that Howe is a good quarterback, long range, intermediate, so on and so forth. So my concern is us bringing in a new head coach or offensive coordinator, and then once again the offense would have to get accustomed to the system. And one last point. Will we rather bring in a new head coach, offensive coordinator, and continue to keep the same players that we have and can expect a difference? That's all I have to say. No, Thank no, no. Guys. We no. want to get rid of pretty much everybody. There's going to be a lot of new players. I keep about, The roster's going to look much different. In a perfect world, if, the, if you could do it, we're an expansion team. I'd keep about six players. I'd like a dispersal draft. I'd rather have the Ravens gristle than our, some of our starters. Right, you'd, have, you'd rather have their practice squad. Yeah. Uh, the the roster is going to look a lot different. It really is. Yeah. I think people have to get I prepped think for be that. Twenty five guys, and I, and I would think new. Commanders fans would be excited because they're going to get some new players. They got a bunch of money to spend in free agency. Obviously, the high draft picks. It's going to look different. Look, we brought this up a million times during the regular season, but this is where it finished last year, or in twenty twenty two. I guess two seasons ago now, the Commanders' offense finished twentieth, three hundred and thirty yards per game. This year, they finished at 312 yards per game. And points-wise, they went from 18.9 points per game to 19.4 points per game. Yeah. They improved by a point. That's why there's some half venom towards Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, half a point, sorry. Half 18.9 point. to 19.4. Half a point better. They went down in yardage and up a half a point. And so that's why we are reticent to hand over the reins to Eric Bannemi because the offense didn't improve much. If you want to chime in, you can always call us on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live in the Odyssey app. You can always take us on the go with that Odyssey app, and you can watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. It's Bish Cakes, EB, and JP. Did you guys do all of your shoveling, or did you hire anybody? Did it. Uh, either I did or other members of my family. I should, did it. I should send you a picture. 
my brother took of <laughs> when I tried to side to shovel my mother's sidewalk mm-hmm. and I gave up because it was all ice underneath. Right. Mm-hmm. And he went over there to pick her up yesterday to, to go to church. He said it's the worst shoveling job <laughs> he's ever seen in his life. You got to chisel that ice, my friend. <laughs> Not shocked. And, but I get. But I, I gave up. Did you up. have salt or any de-icing she compound? She had no salt. She had nothing. nothing. Right. I was. I had already been with her for hours. I had yeah. to go home. It was about to get dark. I said, "Let me just shovel the the sidewalk for you." What do you? What would you have done? It, it had three days of snow. There was ice underneath. <laughs> It was Did useless. you try and crack the ice? Yes, it was hurting my elbows because my elbows <laughs> hurt from my golf swing. And I, I, I couldn't do it. Which day was that? Saturday? Yeah. So yeah. did you just tell her, don't go outside? Yeah, it's I said, you're banned from leaving the yeah. house. You're maroon. I'm going to send you the pic. You want to tweet it? Sure. I, I, my brother could not believe. How that, bad it was. He couldn't believe. Well, also yeah. the EB gave was up. Was that the sidewalk or the driveway? So, oh, the driveway? Forget. I would have oh, died. The, drive, the driveway all, had how no... Do you, how do you... Break ice under. I, all I know to do is slam the shovel. I wasn't yeah. doing jack. It was 15 degrees out. So what day were you doing this? You need on a tool that's like has like you're a, doing this on like Saturday. To it. Yeah, yeah, like Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, chisel. Yeah, yeah. You need a chisel. Yeah, by then the ice Saturday is in night. there. One of them. I was there. I was in Bowie all the time. This I, I finally like, got foam. some de-icing compound yesterday at, at Lowe's, mm-hmm. and I threw it where we have ice, which is actually like right underneath the gutters because we had all these icicles, so it's just dripping, and it forms the ice. Yeah. And it didn't. It Here's, didn't. It didn't prevent the ice. <laughs> I you can see a little sidewalk there. Nice family picture. It's, it's my two of my nephews and my mother. And my my brother says the worst shoveling he's ever seen. <laughs> now, well, but well, is this before they did anything, or is this what you did? That's what I did. They did nothing. I don't think it's terrible. Show 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 Jason. <laughs> I did not. It's I just not gave terrible. up. But I did It's not like I said that was a great shoveling job. I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. worse. What do you do, Cakes, if you just have a shovel that and is, there's snow on top of ice? It's not the best. You probably can't do much because you're just going to get the snow layer off and then you have a complete yeah, sheet I, of and ice In fact, I said to my mom, Mom, this is making it worse. It's actually better to walk on top of the snow than in it is. In some respects, it is. Yeah, because now all I'm doing is exposing ice. Yeah. I think I did the right thing. Hunting. <laughs> How long were you the out right there? Thing. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> now that's no, not shocking. No, no, because, because I was, I, I used to sh- turn the shovel upside down. I but tried were to you the, the first ice. one to shovel it at all? Those, those so losers weren't snow. there. <laughs> they, they weren't there. So, no. So I'm, the, I'm the good son. See, that's the problem is it because it, it snowed all day Friday and Friday night. Right. It just overnight it just froze. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was too late. We we're already doomed. But you're not going to crack a thick layer of ice with the nubs $20 shovel from no, you understand. Home Depot. It, the, the shockwaves were reverberating <laughs> up my elbows. It was so painful. And then, then well, because prior, my mom had said she had ice melt. I'm conflating a couple stories because I was there a couple days this weekend. But turns out she doesn't. She doesn't have ice melt. So then I went to, I go, okay, what am I going to do? What's a normal person do? She, go to Lowe's. No ice melt. Yep. Go to Home Depot. Big ass <laughs> sign. No ice melt. I went to the Valvoline store, you know, which is nearby. Sure. No ice. Nobody had ice melt. <laughs> you know? Because you can't sold wait out. until it snows to yep. go get your, your salt. You have to pre-plan for it. It's not my house. I'm, I'm not. Hadn't snowed in two years, Cakes. That's why people weren't planning for it. I understand. For two years, we didn't have an inch of snow. I know. But to answer your question, no, I did shovel it, and I felt like ass on Friday. But my wife is sleeping, 
All right, she's sleeping, <laughs> and I'm in the driveway. Yeah. I got a pretty long driveway, right. and I'm shoveling. Probably took me 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I was out and there for a long time. I was hoping a teenager would come by. The I teenagers not yeah. do that anymore. That's an easy score for them. I very rarely have cash, yeah. and I had I was willing to give 40 bucks. Right, I had a pretty big driveway, and I have to do the sidewalks. Forty bucks. Teenager would, la- he would laugh at your forty dollar really? offer. Yes. Oh, yeah. it would laugh at it. It would say. Some people 40, are giving out. Make those it, kids. Make it some people are giving out. Do a, a, a normal driveway. A normal driveway. Yeah, yeah. not forty. Forty and, bucks and doesn't get it done. Huh? Well, K- K- you know what? Forty bucks might get you a, a you fourth come to my grader, bro. I might be cruising around <laughs> Kensington. That's insane. <laughs> you see JP's driveway? It's not that big. That's a fifteen-minute job. My no. daughter. Just, my daughter did two. Kate and she was getting. They were. They got eighty bucks. Hmm. Forty dollars doesn't get it done in twenty twenty four. That's surprising. It's just not well, then enough. I'm glad a teenager didn't come by. <laughs> yeah. But I was definitely out there long in fifteen minutes. I thought it was going to be something like that, like fifteen minutes, and I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do the bit where I shovel and it snows more. I shovel and it snows more. I've done that bit, so I was waiting until it was basically done, mm-hmm. and then it was close to nighttime. I just and I had never, about an hour. And- I just never shovel. What's the point? I just drive over it. <laughs> My well, you have to do your sidewalks. Silly. He doesn't have a sidewalk. I do have a sidewalk. Oh, you do? My wife. There's no way he shovels that. It bothers her, so she does it. Yeah. It bothers me zero. I look, I she. T- you know what I realized yesterday? I didn't even know it. She had to tell me. My neighbors next door moved out. I didn't even know. <laughs> so I said, the, when did the, they move out? The big giant truck didn't, wasn't a game. She said, a, a month ago. <laughs> I guess you were close. You there wasn't ago. a for sale sign? No, there have been renters. Oh, okay, gotcha. Renters. Oh, renters don't count. I knew, I didn't know. There's still a car. Are they next door neighbors? <laughs> no. Literally next door to me. And you had no idea. I. You know how many conversations I'm not I've surprised had with them in like two years? Three. Maybe said hi once. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably like that with all your neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I park my car in my garage. I hit the code, I go in, I close the garage door, and then I, if I do anything, I go out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Or in the front yard, I mean, my kid would shoot, but now those, you know, this is last year, so we'll take the net down, <laughs> retire it, and I'll never be in the front yard I ever again. I can't believe you're saying 80 bucks is the going rate? I think it might be a hundred. I think that depends on the really? age of the kid. If they're teenagers, yeah, but there were young kids shoveling driveways in my neighborhood, like yeah. sixth graders. Now, There's no way they're charging the youngsters 100. May, they may do it for 20 They'll probably 40, do it for $20. Bucks. they're young and inexperienced. But yes. if you get, like, high school age, like, teenagers, yeah, they don't work. they're not going to do it for 40 bucks. Well, I wanted somebody to come by. That was a decent by. amount of snow. I mean, yeah. it was a yeah. decent amount of snow. I wanted somebody to come by. There was, it looked like, several houses down, it looked like there was a crew that had a snowblower. Oh, yeah. Like, they probably came into the neighborhood with their snowblower. Oh, they looked, probably knocked, they never knocked on my door. Couple of so at uh, 4 p.m., I was like, I got I, I to do something. Well, the, well the, the the bit that some of the guys do in our neighborhood, the teenage boys, is they rent um, power washers. They go around and power wash decks in the summer. Nice. That's how you can make good money. Make yeah. a bank. Go around Chevy Chase, Kensington, or whatever. Big that's, dollars. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Just rent but a- if you have a snowblower, you can knock out about 30 driveways and make cash. Right. That. I, I was sleeping when Dina was uh, shoveling our driveway. <laughs> and I came out right so at the end. You were pulling a Teresa. Yeah, I it's came out right at the end. And I came out just at the right time. <laughs> nice job. But it doesn't bother me. I, I just drive right over it. What's the point? It's going to melt in a day or two anyway. This is the longest snow we've had in years. Like, yeah, it's but still it's still lingering. a pain in the butt I mean, to walk up and It's your personal choice with your driveway. The, the sidewalks. What, I care how it looks? No, the sidewalks. No, 
Now, here's yeah, what it's you your should worry choice. about. It's fine. You worry about liability. Like the Amazon driver comes on your <laughs> slick-ass driveway that you haven't shoveled, falls, and breaks her head open, you're liable. Then you're bitter. Are you? You're not. I'm not sure. I'm not I think, sure I mean, it's your either. property. I mean, be careful when you're walking. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think you're, you're supposed probably to. Probably going to be liable. I, th- don't I know a- that your sidewalk. Our HOA, our HOA requires you to shovel sidewalks and your your walkway up right. to your house. Right. They require it. Yeah. I mean, I they never find. They probably never find anybody. I think allegedly, I'm required. But yeah. what are they going to do? Nah, I mean, they could burn my house f- down. Find you twenty five bucks or something. What about the people that just leave their car on the street? It's <laughs> snow all over, well, and then I they're plowed in. Do they not have. They I must not have to go to work. That's another like thing. Else, I, what else this are you is, doing? This is, no one will like me. Wait, like if I, if that was my car, I would just I would just make a little hole to see and a little hole in the back and drive and have all the snow blow onto oh, other people. People would hate you. For yeah. that. that is tilting. Because some I was driving near yeah. somebody that did that bit and a yeah. big chunk hit my windshield. I thought my windshield yeah. is just gonna what crack gonna, into a big spider. I'm gonna waste Luckily my time. I could crush your tiny car. It should. Yeah. It probably should have, but it somehow it didn't. You think I'm going to sit there and waste time and get the roof of my car? Who cares? I usually knock down the roof real quick. Yeah, the, it takes it's hard. Seconds. It takes a get a broom and do it. Yeah. It takes five seconds. Yeah, it's, it's easier just to get in the car and drive <laughs> off and let the wind do it. <laughs> it's easier to be a hazard. You're the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. By he the is. time I get to the Beltway, it's fine. I mean, what, a little snow blows on you, beach drive, I, big deal. I, I, I was relate. giving him a little credit for doing his mom's side. No, the no. sidewalk's small. All right. Yeah. It's about 12 feet. Yeah, but it's a small side. He was out there for two minutes. I can't relate to that. I couldn't get the ice. Yeah, he determined that in 120 seconds that he couldn't get the ice. It only took me one or two times to realize, well, that hurts. Good effort. It's going to hurt your golf swing. Yeah, but when I walk walk my dog through the neighborhood and I see homes that don't shovel their sidewalks or their driveways, I think to myself, he's a loser. (laughs) That's that's just the way I feel. I said, I I just want to say, get your ass out of the house and shovel it. It's not that much work. It's not three feet of snow. It's like four no. inches of snow. Yeah, it's very doable. The snow isn't hard. It is the ice. Like yeah, my ice. my driveway right now is patchy, and some of the sidewalks patchy. But my neighbor, I don't know, he's got a, a father in law that lives in the house. That dude impeccable with the bushes and the grass, yeah. and like the sidewalk was perfect. And my then I tried it because I have to do what connects to the sidewalk and do my part. Yeah, and definitely some snow and ice patches. It's hard to get it all out. Of course, you can tell. I banged more than twice. You can tell who's anal and who's not. Definitely, right? A lot of it's going to melt today. It's going to be forty and sunny. That's going to melt a lot. Well, and by I mean, and by Thursday, Friday, it'll be sixty. It'll be gone. Yeah, it'll be soaked because I think it's going to rain rain. every day. I know that's going to suck. Nightmare. I think Friday it's not going to rain though, right? Friday. I think it's like forty percent chance or some thirty percent chance. Right. Thursday. Karma will be some big, long, huge icicle falling on you. Oh yeah, you don't icicles? want that. To you knock down the icicles. I don't even know if I have no. icicles. I don't the even look up. No. <laughs> I don't look up. <laughs> I mean, Do you I even look forward. Do you I, look- I get out of my car. I go to my. See girl- the least aware person that you know, probably. Well, I just you have to point? have icicles. Probably right over your garage, I, I'm guessing. You guys will be stunned by this because you guys don't do it. I went to church yesterday. I noticed the icicles at the church. <laughs> my well, house, I haven't noticed any icicles. I would be surprised. It would surprise me if I had icicles at my house. I think I might have noticed it. 
Do you guys have icicles on yes. you? Yes, 100%. Definitely do. I knocked mine down. That, that Give are... me my phone. I'll ask Dina if we have any icicles. <laughs> she notices everything. She notices everything. You know, a new dog in the neighborhood. She noticed. I don't. I don't know. Surprised though, you didn't give it more than two minutes of effort. It was because making... your mom has slipped on the ice before. Well, we also had already decided yeah. you're not supposed to. She, and she's scared to. She's terrified to walk. And what the yeah. hell is she out there in that picture for? Because we took her to church. Okay. And I had, and she had to get out of the house. I was talking to her on the phone. She was going stir crazy. So I said, "Okay, I'll come over." She I'll should take go it to lunch. Zoom church with I, all ice in front of her house. No, I know that's what I said, but she, mm. she, you know, she feels the need to be there. No, no, no one likes being cooped up. She doesn't yeah. like being cooped up in her house for right. like days on end. Sure, nope, nobody yeah. does. So I said, "Okay, I'll come over there." I was cool with it, just watching football all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, yeah, it was brutally cold on Saturday. Man, that was awful. Yeah. When I got it back. It was the wind. The wind When I got sucked. back, when I thawed out, I wasn't going to leave the house. Think about this. So Saturday was one of those days I went into town, you know, because, and I went to the AT&T store because it was near my mom's. I was there on Saturday getting my new phones situated and everything. I was the only, cu- I was there Saturday at noon. Imagine going to a normal AT&T store on a yeah. normal day. I was the only one there. I was there for an hour Boone because town it's so complicated. So complicated with our executive account and everything, getting off it, weaning off it, and getting mm-hmm. a new thing going. There wasn't one other customer that walked in. Man, well, you got lucky. Were people going to the restaurants? Could you tell? No, I mean, there were some cars parked, but basically people weren't going the house. anywhere. I did leave the they house one more anywhere. time to pick up food, and I noticed, I mean, I went into the store yeah. to pick up takeout. And nobody yeah. was going out. People weren't going out. People get scared. I think the guy actually said, thanks for coming in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he didn't have any business. Right. All right, um, real quick. You want to go to this guy one last or yeah. just move on from him? Well, these are saying no. Yeah, we have a guest coming up next. Matt Verderam, NFL writer for Sports Illustrated. will join us. We'll talk some NFL playoffs next. Here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Remember, we have our event coming up in less than two weeks. It's 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980. Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. Your favorite radio shows together for one night. It's off air, on stage, uncensored. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. It's presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. We did this pre-COVID. It was a blast, a lot of fun. Look forward to meeting a ton of our listeners here from the station. Everybody's going to be there. Uh, Grant Danny, B. Mitch and Finley, uh, The Rooster, Chris Russell, Craig Hoffman, Kevin Sheehan. So it should be a good time coming up on February 2nd. And we will give you tickets, give away a chance to win tickets later in the program. But joining us right now on the BetQL Guest Hotline to talk some NFL, it is Matt Verderam, NFL writer for Sports Illustrated. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Matt? We're doing, doing okay. Doing great. <laughs> Can we still – I feel so bad about the Sports Illustrated thing. Can we still intro you as from Sports Illustrated, or what's the story there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for now. For now, um, okay. I mean, it's, just, it's a weird – I won't bore the listeners, but essentially, yeah, they're – uh, the license that uh, ABG owns a company uses got revoked, and so uh, I, I'm at least employed for 90 more days. If they renegotiate the license, I'll be employed beyond that. If they don't, I'll be employed, but just somewhere else. Somewhere so else, yeah. right. for now, hey, look, guys, the check's clearing. Man, yeah. All right, that's so, all that matters. We so, can relate. <laughs> I, I think it'll. I think it'll all work out. I think it was. I think the obituary press eye was a little premature, but I also for understand. Sure. 
there's a lot of confusion around it, so I don't blame anybody who's written that. It's way too iconic of a brand, and we could do a whole thing about how important Sports Illustrated is to sports fans like us, mm-hmm. you know, um, growing up. So somehow, yeah. some way, Sports Illustrated, in some fashion, is going to survive. Yeah. In my you should see how many Sports Illustrated covers I have framed in my basement. <laughs> yeah. Signed and framed, man. <laughs> me too, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, believe me. It was a lifetime ambition to uh, to be in that magazine to work. So I, I'm with you. But I yeah. think uh, I'm, I'm, as much as I so – look, it was a tough week. They laid off over 100 colleagues. So yeah, it was terrible. tough. But uh, I, I am keeping the faith that uh, I genuinely believe it will work out. It's just it's an ugly business. Yep. Hey, before we get into this weekend's games, we were having a discussion about Eric Bieniemy here. And sure. it's interesting. Three months ago, if you asked the fans here in D.C., would you want Eric Bieniemy to take over as the head coach for Ron Rivera, it would almost have been unanimous, probably 90%. Mm. And it's gone the other way, and they're upset. Most of the fans are upset that he was even interviewed by the commanders. What's your take Kind of your assessment from afar. You know, look, Panami, it feels like he's interviewed for the whole league at this point. I mean, over the last handful of years, and I've been an advocate of him. Um, you know, I, I think he's somebody who, like, he was never the play caller in Kansas City, but he had a lot of sway, and a lot of pull in that room. And I can tell you, no question, they missed him not being there this year. I mean, that it took them all year to figure out their offense. And, I think a big part of that, frankly, was not having a guy in the room who held him to account. Uh, you know, the enemy does that. There is nobody in the league uh, like the enemy in that regard. So, look, I, I think if you're talking about should he have been interviewed, absolutely. Uh, no question. Now, is he the best candidate for the job? I think he's one of them. Um, I, wouldn't, I certainly would not pan the hire if they hired Eric Bien-Aimé. I think Eric Bien-Aimé is a very, very good coach. Hmm. Uh, and I think, look, if you're drafting a quarterback – He's a, he's a great guy to partner him with. So I I would not mind the hire at all. I also understand coming off the year, Washington's coming off of some fans would say, hey, look, I want a new start. I want a clean slate. Man, I get that. I We're just going to agree to disagree on I that. I would argue <laughs> I wouldn't want him necessarily working with my young quarterback if he's going to drop him back 50 times a game. As he's trying, you know, with a horrible offensive line, and they're, you know, they're trying to protect the kid and build his future. Yeah, some of the game plans, Matt, Matt, some of the game plans this year with Hal, they just didn't make any sense because Hal was getting crushed, and he still would drop him back, and he led the league in in attempts for most of the year. It just didn't make any sense. I think my only pushback on that is though, how many games this year though were they in spots where if they had to throw the ball, they're constantly losing. Right, I mean, it, yeah, but they started have, the games that way. Yeah, I mean, in the first half when it was tight, he was still doing it. I, I hear what you're saying, but they started the games that way. Yeah, and and you know what, and that's fair. Yeah. I I get it. Like yeah. I think it's, I think it's one of those deals where if you look at them, in my opinion, I think that he would be a good guy to lead a younger team. At the same point, it is fair. And the funny thing is, he's a, he was a running back. He was a right. running backs coach forever. So you think if anything, he'd be the other way. Yeah, and they'd run, 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 run. You are right. I mean, they and in Kansas City again. I think he, I think he kind of learned that from Andy Reid, where if mm-hmm. Andy could have it his way, he'd never run the ball once. Mm-hmm. So I think you know he's probably got some influence from there as well. All right. So um, before we get into some of these games from from the weekend, uh, are you surprised that Belichick and or Harbaugh haven't been officially announced as coaches yet, or is it something something's just going to take some time? Yeah, 
I'm not surprised only because, you know, those two guys in particular, they're, they're not lacking in options, right? And so I think, you know, if you're them, you're trying to find the best deal. You're trying to get the most money out of that deal. Um, you know, Atlanta seems to be kind of the rumored destination for at least one of them. seems like Belichick's the leader in that clubhouse. I'll be frank. I don't, I don't get why, if you're Belichick, that's the most attractive destination in the world. You don't have a quarterback. I get the division's not good, but you're 72 years old. I mean, you don't, it, it's like it's time to win now. Um, with Harbaugh, you know, the Chargers have kind of been one of those teams in there. Yeah, the, the, the Raiders were rumored. Of course, now Pierce is going to go back there. He's, he's been hired. Um, you know, the thing with the Chargers that's really interesting is, like, are they going to pay Harbaugh the amount of money that he wants. I mean, this is a franchise in the Chargers. Sean Payton wanted to go there last year, and that didn't work out because financially the Chargers weren't going to pay him. It just right. wasn't going to happen. Are the Chargers now desperate enough to pair a coach with Herbert that they're going to open up the checkbook in a way that they have never opened up the checkbook with the Spanos family, ever? Right, right. Um, so I think I think it's just one of those deals where, yeah, you know, you're playing out all your options, you're looking at all the availability, and then you're trying to squeeze the most money out of wherever you end up. Yeah. So, Matt, let's get into the Chiefs' bills. Uh, I'm stealing this stat from your article on SI.com. You touched on the fact that the Chiefs are having a hard time finding their way offensively. They didn't really have that issue against Buffalo. They averaged 9.3 yards per play. Mahomes played well through the two touchdowns. Pacheco was huge. And, yeah, like a real godsend for them has been Pacheco, a guy that they picked in the seventh round two years ago. Uh, more proof that you don't have to uh, spend a high pick to find an effective running back, and he's been huge for them down the stretch. He has been, along with Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. um, their most important weapon. I mean, it's been those three that Mahomes has leaned on here to get them to the AFC title game. There's no question. I mean, their other receivers have not done anything. Uh, you know, I, Jerick McKinnon's been an important part of that offense the last couple of years. He's out. He's on IR. So they have leaned heavily uh, on Pacheco. And, you know, look, one thing about Pacheco – Nobody runs harder. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he fights for every yard he gets. I think he wears teams down, especially once he starts getting you know, 15 plus carries. And in that game against Buffalo, you know, it was a game really where, for the most part, neither defense could do anything. The Bills, you kind of expected that they were so beat up. The Chiefs have been great defensively all year. The Bills, to their credit, ran them over. They had 182 yards in the game on the ground. Um, but you know, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the difference really was the Chiefs were able to get that one drive early in the quarter to pull ahead, and then nobody could score after that. It was, uh, you know, became a defensive struggle for the last you know, 12, 13 minutes. But yeah, look, if they go into Baltimore, if they're going to win. It's going to be Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, and Travis Kelsey carrying the, the the very large share of the work. You know, I was just, I feel bad for Tyler Bass, and you know, he said after the game, "It's on me." But man, that wind was so bad. And, you know, he's kicking from the right hash. You could tell he's trying to kick it left and cut it. Uh, But the wind was so vicious, man. I mean, it took it 20 yards to the right. Um, You know, it's just one of those things where a little bit closer, he probably nails it. But I feel bad for him because he's a good kicker. And he makes most of those. But, man, that wind was certainly a factor. No, there's no question. I've been in that stadium. I've been on the field in that stadium. Right. Um, I, I, it is. I mean, that is one of those stadiums where if it's windy, it's really windy. And I went to school on the on the Great Lake. Believe me, if you've never stood on the, near a Great Lake, I mean, the wind coming off of them, no joke. Go ask anybody in Cleveland. It's it's difficult to deal with. 
And you're right. He's a good kicker. And he had a great year. And it, it's unfortunate. You know, I think sometimes, though, we have a tendency to look at that play because it stands out, right? I mean, if he hits that field goal, it's a tie game, and that's that. But if you look at that drive before that, Biggs has a ball go right through his hands. And yep. Allen threw a ball to him 60-some-odd yards in the air right. that hit him right in his hands. He dropped it. Yep. And then a couple plays before that field goal miss, Allen had Shakir as open as you could ever ask for in a playoff game for a touchdown. And, you know, maybe it's because of the pressure from Jones, whatever it is, he short arms to throw, it's an incomplete pass. I mean, if, those, if one of those two plays are different, Maybe the outcome's different. Maybe it's not. Maybe Bass hits that field goal anyway, and the, and the Chiefs and Mahomes go right down the field and win it. Yeah. But it's uh, it's certainly a tough way to lose, and for Bass, it's a kick he'll always remember. And What's Matt, next? And Matt, before and during that play when he missed Shakir in the end zone, Diggs was wide open underneath. If he hits Diggs there, he probably runs for thirty yards. Yeah, he, yeah. There were two plays on that sequence that he had guys wide open underneath that he could have hit for for decent gains, and he he didn't see him. Um, yep. you know, I think if you look at that game, by the way, next gen stats actually put out a really interesting chart. Like Allen throwing the ball past the line of scrimmage last night was 10 of 21 for 95 yards. Mm. He just couldn't do anything. They could not generate any offense unless they ran the ball or threw behind the line of scrimmage. Yep. What's next for that team? Pain. Have, have a lot of free agents. <laughs> yeah. Pain. Pain's coming because, yeah. as you mentioned, and you're right, I mean, they do. Whether you want to talk about Daquan Jones, Micah Hyde, Gabe Davis, um, you know, on down the line, they, they do. They have a lot of a lot of guys who are going to be hitting the open market. They're well over the cap, the projected cap for next year. I think over the cap has them at like 43.7 million over. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not bringing back most of those guys. Uh, I think there's a real world here where, you know, Travis White's maybe played his last down in Buffalo. They might po- post him one of them. They might not, depending on how they look at the cap, but that's a possibility. Jordan Poyer might be gone. Um, you know, you'll look at, you know, Mitch Morse. He's a, he's a guy who's a potential cap casualty. They might try to restructure it, but at some point, you can't just keep restructuring and pushing money down the road with guys who are over 30 years old. And you know what? Point, and, and Matt, I, I, I don't like to blame losses on injuries, but man, Buffalo on defense. They yep. they got killed probably more than anybody. They had, I think, two out of the seventeen weeks or seventeen games they had uh, all their defensive starters play. So they they were beat up from basically week one till till yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. I think you know part of that was they're one of the oldest teams in the league. I mean, yeah. they're also they're one of the oldest teams in football. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to reload a little bit. I won't say rebuild. I still think they're a playoff team or anything else. But I think look when you've when you've made the playoffs, like the last four years, they've gone at least to the divisional round, and the last three they've lost the divisional round. But over those four years, they've lost three times to Kansas City in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. the other time they got blown out at home by the Bengals. Like, at some point, what is the argument that you're good enough to beat those teams in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. That argument doesn't exist. I mean, the last two years, they've had the divisional round on their stick in their building, and they've gotten they've gotten beat. I mean, the Bengals blow them out. They didn't get blown out last night. They lost. Um, I just think if you're the Bills, you have to be honest with yourself and look in the mirror and say, you know, we're not good enough. We're just not. I mean, we're not we're not beating the other best teams in the conference in these big moments. I mean, at some point, winning those games against those teams in October, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. You got to win them in January, and they're not doing it. And I think it, you know, now it's going to be look, Allen's cap number is going from 18 million to 47 million. Like it's, it's coming. Like you got, you're going to have to draft really well. 
you're going to have to find a few quality, you know, free agent signings that, that maybe are, are more like that second tier. Uh, but they're going to lose a lot of guys this offseason, and they're going to replace them mostly through the draft. It's going to be an offseason of, of, uh, of loss in Buffalo. All right, NFC Championship, what are you hearing on Debo's injury? And um, and that's a huge injury if he's not playing. And then uh, what's your assessment of the game? Niners are laying seven. Um, yep. Detroit's going to be able to move the ball. Because San Francisco's defense, if the front four, I, I didn't think they played very well getting to love. Bosa played pretty well, but everybody else, they couldn't get to him. Um, and what's your assessment of that game and, and Debo's injury? Yeah, Debo, I think it's unclear. I think it's kind of right now, from what you understand, it's just going to be one of these things you're going to have to kind of see as the week goes on, which, you know, this time of year, teams understandably are a little bit more close to the best with this stuff. They don't want to give any idea. But I think, you know, look, if he can't go, if you may, it's, it's huge. I mean, he, he is a Swiss Army knife for them. The God knows they have enough other playmakers on that team to score points. Uh, but, you know, he's one last guy that Detroit's got to deal with. Now, you know, I thought, I thought yesterday Tampa Bay should have tried to go down the field more against the Lions. And the Lions, to their credit, they blitzed Mayfield into oblivion. And I think part of the reason was, look, no team has given up more air yards this year than Detroit. So if you can protect against them, you can throw deep down the field and they will, they will allow you to do it. Uh, the Bucks couldn't take advantage yesterday for the most part. Um, got a little bit better as the game went on. I would expect that the Niners are going to try to do that, although it's not really Purdy's game to just air it out. Right. I mean, he's much more short and intermediate, so it would be a kind of interesting chess match. Look, I think the Niners should win. I think they're the better team. I will say, though, I don't, I don't view the Niners as this infallible juggernaut that some people do. I think nope. if you're Detroit and you can get ahead in this game – you can go to Montgomery. You can go to Gibbs. You can you can play that underneath game with Alvin Ross, St. Brown, and Laporta. Like I, I think the Niners are deservedly you know significant favorites in the game. Would not be shocked if Detroit went in and won the game. All right, so yeah. the other game you've got Mahomes against Lamar. Great storyline. How much of a chance do you give Mahomes? I mean, six straight AFC Championship games. Uh, they're coming in as the underdog on the road, but they just won on the road in Buffalo. I'm not, I'm not picking against them. I, I'll, let, I'll let other people do that. I, uh, look, I think the Ravens, you know, right now, probably the better team, but I don't think it's by a massive amount. I mean, but look, those are probably the two best defenses in the NFL this season. I mean, if you look at it stat for stat, I mean, the Ravens lead the league in, in sacks, the Chiefs are second. The Ravens lead the league in points against, the Chiefs are second. I expect that to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a very physical game. Um, but if you're asking me, if in, a, in a tight game in the fourth quarter, with all due respect to Jackson, who is 100% going to be MVP and deservedly so, if you said to me, who am I taking tonight? I mean, I, I just right now, I believe in Kansas City. They just find ways to win these games. They do. They've done it for the better part mm. now, a half decade. Um, I think the Chiefs have a very real shot. I think that game, though, is – you could make a case more either way in that game, I think, than you can Detroit-San Francisco. But I think both games are going to be good. I think both games are going to be very interesting. I think both are going to come out of the fourth quarter. It's Matt Verderam, NFL writer for Sports Illustrated. Thanks, pal. Hey, no problem. Anytime, guys. Yep. Yeah, thank, thank you, buddy. You. Good stuff from Matt Verderam. Coming up next, we open up the entertainment page here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. We'll give away tickets to 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live, which is coming up. Next Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater, we'll do that coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. So stay tuned. But time now to open up the entertainment page. Hmm. 
All right, boys. I can't hear the music, so I'm freaking out. There you go. Uh, box office report. Cakes, you have any idea what the number one uh, movie at the box office was? I'm 99.9% oh, sure know. I know. Okay. I believe it's the reboot of Mean Girls. You're right. Huh. Paramount's Mean Girls musical stayed in first place. Second weekend for an uh, estimated $11.7 million. Can we uh, name so- a star? No. <laughs> Seems like a paltry amount at the at the box office. Well, it was Tested the second number. week. So week far, two. Through, two, okay. two weeks, it's done fifty million. Um, okay. So so decent enough. Uh, did Kevin review that one? I can't remember. I don't think he did. Yeah, I wonder why. At least not this mm-hmm. week. So did he do it two weeks ago? Maybe. Can't forgot. He comes on he, there and talks about Zach Wilson. Yeah, he all talks time. so yeah. much football. I can't remember <laughs> if or what movies he ever. I remember the, he gave a five star to the movie about. I mean, it just was a harrowing movie, like a. Uh, a commandant who lives right outside, like Auschwitz. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he called it a commandant. Yes, he called it a commandant. A bit of a donkey. My um, my daughter saw Mean Girls. I mean, she loved it, but she didn't. Right, but she, she said there was a camp. What's the girl's name? The main star from the first one. Well, Lindsay Lohan was one of the stars. Yeah, yeah, she did a she did a um, cameo cameo in the. In the I need to see episode two of. True Detective because I slept. Don't on say that anything. I, I didn't watch it last. I night, haven't so seen I, the first one yet either. I've got them both recorded. You're just full blown sleeping. I know. You're a week behind. I know. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of envy him. He can watch two episodes today. I'm going to watch them today. I can't believe somebody hasn't spoiled at least something for you. Don't say anything. Most notably, the the guy behind the glass. I'm going to watch him today. He has a lot of theories that Matt Valdez about True Detective. Is Valdez up to speed on this one? Tell us if you get size during the sex scene. I haven't seen the second one. But you no. saw the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he thinks he cracked the whole thing. He thinks he's got to figure it out. And it's, you know what? This dumb brain thinks it's kind of plausible. But there's several more episodes to get through at this point. I've planted my flag. Well, yes, hold on. you have. If you've figured it out, is that is is that evidence? I know he wants it to be evidence that he's some sort of genius. Mm-hmm. Or is it evidence that it's just not that sophisticated of a plot that if uh, these can figure it out that quickly? <laughs> I don't know which it points to. We have to, to wait and see yeah. after eight episodes. I feel like I couldn't even figure out Encyclopedia Browns back in the yeah, day. I remember those books? But it's a pretty good poll. I, I would say pretty good poll by him if that's how it ultimately I works you, out. There's I watched a show on Netflix this weekend. You all should watch it. Drabby, have you heard of American Nightmare? Yeah, that's the woman that got kidnapped. Have you or seen fake it? Kidnapped. Have you seen it? I was, my wife and I started to watch it for like ten minutes. And I, I a probably, blind it's, chick. It's my wife chick. loves that. It's type an of, unbelievable. That genre. It's an unbelievable story. Is it? Is it actually uh, accurate? As far as you can tell, it's a true story. Yeah. No, I know the. Oh, they yeah, they yeah. show they show whatever. the guy getting interviewed and yeah. by the cops. So no, 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 it's, to be accurate. You, you, I can't. I don't want to say too much. She's just but, a loony. She's a loony. <laughs> I don't want to say too I much. I could look at her and tell. Oh, now you're getting me intrigued. Okay. You peaked Let me my just interest. tell you this. Well, his story, you, it, the, it's, it's so implausible. The story is unbelievable. Just watch it. I He's, feel like I know a lot about this already yeah, from yeah. reading, but maybe not. We just didn't have time to keep watching. I think we I were don't falling, think, we I don't falling think asleep. Do. Yeah, mm. it's so crazy. I don't know the, anything The twists and turns. Totally dumb Wasn't to she it. in a hotel having an affair with somebody? I can't tell you. I, tell you, I you know do. a lot of stuff. You don't. <laughs> so just, uh, just watch it. I don't think this spoils it. To, the total number, it's only three episodes. Mm-hmm. And the total time of the, is maybe 90 Can minutes. You I, not spoil just watch it. I don't think watch this is spoiling it. it. I'll ask Jason. Yeah. Is, the, is this spoiling it just la, saying what la, the... 
what the what the husband or boyfriend said to the cop. I'm not listening. Uh, I'm such an impossible oh, story. Like when he, he said he, he said he was <laughs> la, 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 la. he and his girlfriend were in bed at one in the morning, and three guys came in in wetsuits. <laughs> and they gave him NyQuil. And they gave him NyQuil and a sedative. That's because that sounds realistic. And they made the girl tie him up, and then they took the girl. I mean, there's a lot of And then they, said, then, they, then they put a, and, and they gave him blood pressure. Hold on. I didn't know he was involved. Then they put a camera in his room. <laughs> yes. And they put tape around the bed, the bedroom, and said, "If you leave, we can see you. So if you leave, if you go over the tape, we're going to kill her. Sounds very elaborate. Didn't they give him a blood pressure test according <laughs> yep. to him, too? Yep. <laughs> Oh, oh, I didn't man. realize he was in on the scam, too. Oh. It's crazy. No, so, no, again, I feel like I don't need to watch. Again, you have to watch it. I will watch it. You know why I will watch it? You're going to come in here and go, oh, my God. <laughs> you know why I'll watch it? Because yep. there's nobody murdered in it or anything. It's not like you murdered. No, it's, the, a, it's a... Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It, believe me, it's bad. Because why would you want to watch a show about somebody getting murdered? Well, like when the, no, I like murders. Believe me, I like forty eight hours. Right. I don't like it when a guy kills his son. Oh no, or like a, a you know, body. like all the I can't do those. Yeah, yeah, but you're or obsessed with making a murderer. I like murder mysteries. You're, I'm, yeah. I'm making a distinction. He just murdered. I when when I when I, I see someone understand. murder a family, that yeah. that that breaks me up. Now, when somebody just, just murders a random girl. It's not. It doesn't no, break me up. It's just a kidnapping. Much. Yeah, potentially. Right. Yeah, just a minor kidnap, just yeah. kidnapping. That's all. I can handle that. <laughs> but an adult being kidnapped, right? Right. But yeah, you're gonna. All right, good. Just, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I just want you. You definitely watch. I it. will definitely watch it. And Valdez said in my ear, "You want to watch murder? Watch the watch the Ravens murder the Chiefs." <laughs> he's very confident. He is cocky. Over there. He's gonna be he's gonna be crestfallen. He's oh. not gonna be able to come in here with that IGS stuff he's either. Be if, they, if, the, if Mahomes Mahomes him, yeah, he's, yep. he's not gonna. <laughs> the IGS stuff ain't gonna. If he work. gets Taylor Swifted over the weekend, yeah. oh, he's gonna be so upset. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just not gonna work. He's gonna ha- he's gonna have to be grumpy. You're gonna have to be grumpy. I won't be grumpy. You're gonna have to be. Why? Because I, sports, sports are fun. It's entertainment. Hey, it's what, not hey, fun what, when you hey, lose. If the all Chiefs the time. do win. What size Taylor Swift Eras Tour hoodie do you want me to order for you? Uh-huh. you want an XL? <laughs> <laughs> what size do you want to walk around in over here? Just let me know. You give me a cardigan. <laughs> Were people hey, hitting you up bit? about your cheeks this weekend? Did you notice that? Or um, not really? There were there were some buzz about it. Not a, not a ton. Uh, I mean, I was interested. Obviously, there, there were some buzz. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it'd be more buzz. Right, but they but completely the, dominated the second half. How was your birthday party after? Uh, it was uh, celebratory. Celebratory. It was. Yeah. Did you get hammered? Popping bottles. Yeah. Unfortunately, dry January came to a <laughs> came to an end. <laughs> Back, uh, restarting. Restarting. Right, restarting. <laughs> Re, yeah. Restarted. Hey, Nineteen days or Put twenty the days. To We've had this debate uh, before, fellas. Um, mm-hmm. It's not really the same thing for Snoop because Snoop is already worth a ton of dough. But apparently Snoop is claiming he was uh, offered $100 million to have his own OnlyFans and then, you know, to do what people do on OnlyFans. And he said, listen, here's his quote. I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she's going to allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no (laughs) amount of money. Okay? So Snoop... Turns down a hundred million. He's Cakes. fine. He's got the chronic. He's money. got it anyway. Got the now, I know money. for a fact none of us are turning down a hundred million. No. I don't even care what you say. Hundred million. JP, I don't care what you Sign say. Me up. You're doing it. But 
I'd pull yours out for a hundred mil. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, how, what's the threshold, Case? I don't what's know. What's the number? Hundred yeah. million. I think get will get it done. Hundred. You want to get her done? I'm of course the it cable would. A hundred percent. Pippi, you would be a pornographic actor for $100 million. $10 million is the I know it for a fact. Threshold. I don't care what you say. I don't care about your supposed morals. I wouldn't be You're... good at it, but I would do it for $10 million. For $10 million. Yeah. What do you mean? $10 you million. Would, what do you mean you wouldn't be good at it? I, mean, I think I'd be good at it. I, I don't think I'd be good at it. 25 years He's ago, good I'd be good at, at, it. at it. Now it would be terrible. 25 years what ago? What do you mean? Yeah, 20 years ago. You mean your performance? You know, yeah, yeah. His yeah. performance suffers. <laughs> Suffered performance. performance. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you would have multiple. People would be disappointed. <laughs> but I would do I, it for I'd go ten with million. Cakes is price. What's your price? You're throwing out the question. What's your price? I, I, to, okay. There's two different. There's two cakes different said twenty for, million. No, I said ten. For ten, 10? million, I would be a, a pale imitation of that swell bottle right there. Right, right. On the, okay, <laughs> now it's not as, not nearly as big. But it's, it's right. Here's the thing. There's, two different, there's two different questions. <laughs> to just sling it and just show it, that's cheap. One million. <laughs> One million. <laughs> Man, your your threshold is low. One million. Bar as long low. as I could just uh, groom my Reggie. Right. One million. Oh. Now to actually lay pipe. Yeah. And know that my wife would leave me and everything, and oh, my, was... my kids would hate me. Oh, yeah. Hundred million. Hundred oh. years, Snoop. <laughs> hundred million. I, I could I convince my wife for hundred million. I don't think she would. I think. I, yeah, I think women are different. I don't care about money they, that they much. They really don't. You but, know. But I but I do care about money. <laughs> yeah. So I think I could. Yes, we I do. I could get by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if your What if your What if your daughter comes to you and says she's going to have an OnlyFans? JP, you might have the closest one because your daughter is like a TikTok. You brought this up like twice now on the show. Well, but think about it. I would, I would be dead set against it, of course. Yeah, what if, Wouldn't you? I would, but what if she said, Dad, I'm going to slide you 10 milli because I'm making a I'd be I'm against it, just like you would. No, I think I would be okay with it. If she <laughs> gave okay me 10 million. If uh, Megan Bickle, who wants, yeah. is going to Cornell, right. it could be like some Wall Street silly, if she says, you know what, million, I'm going to be an OnlyFans girl and, and, and do porn. And give me 10 million. You're okay with your daughter doing porn for ten million? I might be. <laughs> Not me. I'm out on that. Yeah, but it's, it's part of the family name. Even though you may change your name from EB because Eric Bieniemy's still here interviewing for jobs. He ain't getting a job. He ain't. Oh, a, I know he's not. He ain't. Why, why is Kelsey the closest to doing OnlyFans? Just because why she's not a, Megan? She's a social media person. Well, she she has her own career. She has her own money. Yeah, but that. Some, she didn't need to take her clothes off. Oh no, but a lot of people on the uh, a lot of those YouTubers or whatever they did they open up side OnlyFans. Yeah, the ones, ones that are desperate for money. No, the one because it's such easy money. Hmm. She's making pretty easy money yeah. from Doritos. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's ridiculous. She Doritos at the U.S. Open. It's twenty grand. It's pretty good. No, no, no. The people I that are doing Dorito. it, they're, oh, they're making. A, a ridiculous I, I'll eat Funyuns down the street for way less than uh, whatever she's making. I'll, I'll go to an undercutter store. I don't care. Right. Right. I'm just asking. Got to build up your followers, kids. Uh, I have to get a TikTok first, which I don't have. That's the first Instagram. Yeah, well, I'm, it's dead. That account's dead. Well, you know what? At Cake some point, I want to play uh, Justin Timberlake's new single. I have to. I'm, it sound, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Mm-hmm. It sounds terrible. Oh, oh, All right, let's play it next. <laughs> I'm intrigued. You are intrigued. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 
910 The Fan in Richmond, Virginia, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you are with that Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. EB mentioned Justin Timberlake and did say that his new song is terrible. Well, <laughs> I heard the live version. Okay. So uh, he did a performance at like a Memphis bar or something. And I guess the, everyone is speculating he's going to have a new album coming out. I think it's pretty much acknowledged he's going to have a new album out. And uh, he just did 30 seconds of his new song. It's called Selfish. I mean, you tell me what you think. Now, these guys, just as a side note, they played me the studio version, and it sounds a lot better, of course. I, um, I don't know which one we should listen to. Play both. Okay. Play now, both. Now, these new songs called Shellfish. He's a big fan of that. Of Selfish. <laughs> I mean, it, to me, this is but boring. That's terrible. If you love songs where you can't understand <laughs> any of the words, <laughs> to me, it's now, but this boring. Is, now, I I think Justin Justin released this on his YouTube channel. Okay. Um, and I think it may have been out just because no one could hear it. So he released like a thirty second clip. Oh, you think the, in response? I think he may have done this in response. Because you could tell the acoustics was poops. Yeah, and All people right. may have been joning. And so, so you so heard he, this. So and I you heard think this. It's better. I heard this. I said, well, this is a this is a hit. Okay, let me see here. Is it the same stretch? So if I get jealous, I can't help it. I want everybody. It's not my cup of tea. I actually used to really like Justin Timberlake. He's actually very talented. There's no doubt about it. I think he's a douche, but I think he's super voice. talented. Sure. Um, maybe it'll be a hit. And people used to like him. I don't know if they still I mean, like a, him. That's a hit. That's a hit. You sure think it is? It's a hit. Yes. I did still I mean, barely heard the hook. It seemed kind of catchy, but it, it's not really the music. It's not that what I'm you into. would ever listen yeah, to. Yeah, it would never be. Go on Spotify. I used like, to I like him. Download, I in the day. and all that, <clears throat> and the the whole um, album he did with Timberland or whatever. Um, you know what was the one? Bringing sexy back and all that. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yeah. You didn't like it then? <laughs> really? I've never been a huge JT guy. guy. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it's fine. I don't hate it. It's Let just... me give you a couple other stories here that we have on the EP. <clears throat> Some guy from 90210 and, uh, God, what is it? Was he on General Hospital? David Gale? Uh, I didn't recognize him. I, I barely recognize him. He died Was he on the original 90210 or the reboot? Uh, I think he was... I do, you know what? I don't know. David Gale? I I would assume because he was 58, he was on the original. But maybe not. How's um, it? Gale, G-A-L-E? G-G-A-I-L. Oh. See if you recognize right. him. Um, he was only in seven episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. No, uh, no it was the original because he played Shannon Doherty's fiance. Kind of recognize him. He was in 200-some episodes of General Hospital back in the day. Or, or actually, it was the spinoff Port Charles. Um, <laughs> he had some other credits. But what's weird is they're not saying what he died of. So I mm. wonder, I hope it wasn't something terrible. 
Um, well, I guess either way, it's terrible. Right? It doesn't, <laughs> that matter. doesn't really matter. Well, yeah. you know, like in suicide, it really Just, makes uh, that that yeah. one is not good. Yeah. Um, it's worse maybe than others. Um, all right, so this one's interesting. <laughs> this is not what Valdez wishes it was about, but Reese Witherspoon is, I guess, she's getting some heat because she was bragging on social media, everything social media. This was on TikTok about her special snow cream. Valdez mm. loves this topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't say anything more. Um, but what she was doing, Cakes, is she was taking her coffee, I think, and All she was right. going outside by her car and scooping up snow. All right. Or she was like, taking and and that bringing was it inside, melting the, co- melting the snow, and then using that as creamer. That's what uh, I think. She's, no, there's an online debate that sparked because Reese Witherspoon is making, like, uh, ice cream with snow. And then people are, are saying if you should eat snow, not eat snow. Like, is, it, some, is it dirty? Is it gross? There's some doctor. There's some studies that have showed that, like, the toxins that are out in the air, they get absorbed into the snow. And so it's not good for you, obviously. Right. Like, the gas fumes right. can get into snow. Um so you know, people she can't just go Briars or Ben and Jerry's. Well, she can't do no, that. there there was a viral video that that went crazy last week. It's got like I don't know, ten million views or something like this, where this guy gives shows the recipe for making snow cream. Okay, and he, and he says we did it all the time as a kid, and he goes out there and he skips, fills up a bowl with, with snow, puts like condensed milk in it, some other stuff, and it turns into like homemade ice cream for free, basically. And so everybody she was trying it. She did the same out. thing. But she did. Hers had something to do with coffee. It said they, well, she was just flavoring her ice cream. Right. That's all. Yeah. So where where all, does she live that she's getting snow? Where's, okay. I don't know. She said it only snows once a year. And so I think she might have a place. Does she have a place in Tennessee? She's from, I think she's from New Orleans. I think she might have. Maybe Tennessee. Yeah. She might have a place in Tennessee. Um, but nevertheless, she said it snows once a year and then she was it's probably defending Tennessee. herself. She loves Will Lewis. I, probably Nashville. Who knew? I would eat snow. I turned out fine. <laughs> I ate snow You're once good in a while. To go. Did you ever put your tongue on a, a, a pole? A pole or something? <laughs> I mean, I mean like you know Christmas what? Don't story. answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> I know Drab's answer. Don't, don't, don't answer that. And she does Christmas live in Nashville. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That makes she sense. She lives in Nashville. Right. Uh, Big tourist trap. Any, any, let me see. Oh, by the way, I, t- I retweeted this. I guess, you know, JP just did the polar plunge and it was, uh, and, and he, he kind of emceed it, I guess, with a woman that was an athlete in the Special Olympics. Maybe that's what this is. So if so, I feel, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess I don't feel bad, but maybe I understand it a little bit more. I, I retweeted a, a, a video of a guy long jumping with a blindfold on. Now, okay. What do you think happens? He runs I crooked. Saw the video. He misses the ramp. He yeah. lands on his ass, scrapes his ass up, right? right. Which to me is hilarious. Sure. No harm, no foul. Not even that big deal, but it's just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? Is that maybe then I'm thinking if I it's a know. Special Olympics event, maybe it's just to be equal to other blind runners or something. Like, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't have an answer. But why would you do that? Why why would you blind? And it's like an official event. You see, it's like uh, there's. Says he's like Team USA or what? Right. Well, he probably has exceptional feel, right? Because his other sense is if he's truly 100% blind. Oh, no, he's wearing a blindfold. Oh, okay. They make you blindfold. Okay. Yeah, he's wearing okay. a blindfold. That's the thing. If his you're blind, heightened at all. I get it. And you got maybe an escort or somebody or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, no, he's 
wearing a blind. He's making himself blind. Well, I guess most times he lands in the sand pit. He just missed. He couldn't even run in a straight line. He, he jumped well, pretty far. If you blindfold anybody and tell them to run 30 or 40 yards, they're not just going to be in a straight line. I would agree. Yeah, they're going to zigzag. So why would you do it? They're off course. For attention dollars. It looked like it, he wasn't doing it for like a TikTok. Know. This was like a sanctioned event. I don't, I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't understand life. What was the event? <laughs> Long jump. I know the event was on, but was it, was it the Special Olympics? You said you didn't know. I don't know. I assumed it was Special th- Olympics I- because behind it, they have somebody like holding the hand of another person. Mm. They're walking them up to the starting line. I'm just surprised they would blindfold them if they were... Maybe it's people. So, it's I, I'm a little confused. confused. Yeah. It's, it's the most confusing. Can you can you look at my tweet? If you'll see, if you look at my retweeted it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, this is not a cheap way to get follows. It just so happens I retweeted this mm-hmm. on EB Junkies. There's a guy. He looks like a world class athlete, but he puts a blindfold on and he he can't run straight down the uh, runway. He starts running crooked. It's hilarious, and then he misses the whole pit, lands on his butt. It's hilarious. <laughs> And then, but you see behind him, they have like two people escorting the next contestant. You see how it's, they're like holding yeah, I mean, his hands? They have like real numbers and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, He's the like, number one ranked guy. It says rank number one, USA. And he missed, he missed the whole pit. I'm going to guess he's ranked number one when he's not wearing a blindfold. Yeah, I'm going to guess he's maybe he's number one ranked. He's just demonstrating. He's trying to, he's trying to get a feel for what it would be like for a blind person. You know what I maybe, mean? Maybe, sure. When did this happen? There's I nobody in the stands, by the way. I'm trying to figure out what this is. I think it's Special Olympics. Yeah, but Special Olympics. So maybe he's just demonstrating to them how you're supposed to do long jump. I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, why else would you put a blindfold on? This thing is, I've been flummoxed all morning. <laughs> all right, it's from historic out. vids on Twitter. Yeah. Grab, can you figure this out? I think out? it's to, to, to demonstrate. No, it's 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 a, it's a competition. It's called T11 Paralympics. Long jumping. I think it's to even the playing field for those that are uh, completely blind versus those that are maybe not. That's what I said blind. to even the playing field. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's still so, Special Olympics, so like maybe he can partly see, and so that would give him an advantage over those that are completely. Blind. So everybody that does it has to be pu- fully blind. Yeah, I think so. I'm actually looking at the comments, My eyes not your comments crazy. from yeah. the original post. Yeah. And somebody said it's worth noting that on a later attempt, he got a 6.38, I'm assuming that's meters, and won the gold. Well, he's clearly <laughs> a great athlete. This was the 2015 World Championships. I'm not, I'm not. Is that the video you're watching from 2015? <laughs> yeah, it was just retweeted today. Oh. I'm not, I'm not um, making fun of the guy. I'm just trying to understand it. That's all. <laughs> The little things. It's just the little things in life that, it could, that sometimes are intriguing. Hey, there's a video underneath where a guy's throwing a javelin. And I just judge. saw it. It's a lot funny. I, s- I sent it to you. Is he blind? He hit somebody in the stomach. <laughs> hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why have are we talking about blind long jumpers? And we haven't talked about Nick Dunlap one second today. We can. Because I no tweeted about Nick, Nick last night. The Nick Dunlap is. story is unbelievable. If you're not a golf fan or follow the PGA Tour, it's unbelievable. It's Hasn't historic. it been done before? Yes. 1991. Five times. 1991. Five times. It's been done like no, five times. I know. It's, it's still great. great. No, the one I remember, Scott, for playing I know, but when you say it's unbelievable, it's, it, you well, would five think times it's something Well, you would done. say this is more unbelievable because the tour is better. I mean, the players top to bottom are better. And the fact that well, it, some and, would argue it's worse now because you got to live. And so the best. Well, I mean, come on. 
Okay, so for people that don't know, I'm semi-aware of the story. He's an amateur golfer who won a PGA Tour He's a sophomore at Alabama. Sophomore at Alabama. He went on tour and won the American Express Championships out in uh, La Quinta in Palm Palm Springs. Roll down tide. Guys like Scotty Scheffler and Justin Thomas and Xander Shoffley were in. So if he was a pro, he would have won over a million dollars. Well, yeah, that's the deal. So now he's he can he's got a two year exemption, including all the signature events, which are twenty million dollar purses. He, the fact that he won the tournament is unbelievable. Now he's got to he's got to turn pro because yeah. there's so much well, money. He had to be already made. won the U.S. Amateur, right? He won the U.S. Amateur, so, so he's he the best go college at, golfer. He was probably not going to turn pro <clears throat> until he played the Masters, played the British, he, and all the things. Still but play. now he can. Right. So now he's just no brainer. You turn pro, except that. You know, I'm sure he he's, likes college and playing with his buddies. Well, but all is, I mean, Alabama's got a really good chance to win mm-hmm. the national championship. Yeah, so it's. I can see I'm sure he's thinking about it. He's going to be fine <laughs> either sure way. I'm thinking about it for about five seconds. They say, you would think. See you later, Tuscaloosa. He, I'm you, going on tour. You would think, but the fact that he won the tournament. Forget about the mm-hmm. choices he has to make. He, as a sophomore in college, he beat all those pros. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Coming up next, we will talk a little puck. The head coach of your Washington Capitals, Spencer Carberry, joins us next here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live on the Odyssey app, wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, where you can watch all the Caps games. Joining us right now is their head coach, Spencer Carberry. He's brought to you by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians... More locations, more advanced care centered around one thing. You visit CFAOrtho.com. Hey, Coach. Good morning, guys. Hello, Coach. Uh, I'm just going to guess you share this sentiment with me. The Blues game against them at Capital One Arena was more fun than the one at Enterprise Center, the one on their eyes. <laughs> that one was not as fun. Yeah. That is uh, extremely accurate. <laughs> Coach, what is what is St. Louis's arena like? The locker rooms are they pretty nice? Or are they old and decrepit? Um, g- good atmosphere. It's a little bit older now, um, mm-hmm. but but good atmosphere, good fan base. It gets uh, it gets rowdy in there for sure. Now, when you were asked what went wrong, your quote was pretty succinct about the three nothing shutout. Uh, you started it with a lot, a lot. <laughs> You re- you repeated the same thing twice, and to that point, no Caps player had more than two shots on goal. Only the fourth of the season where the team was unable to come up with twenty or more total shots. It was just not a lot happening yeah. offensively. Yeah, not good at all, um, especially with the puck. I, I agree. And going back through the film, and and uh, we just uh, got to continue to find ways to. And it's not even about creating goals. It's it's just about. Um, creating, a, I would call it, offensive activity. So we have the puck and we're attacking and it's getting towards the net or we're getting it back and we're, we're going, you know, getting our shot through and then we get that back and then we tip one and then we get that. You know, it, it's just we need way more offensive activity and that'll lead to some more pressure. That'll lead to some more ozone time. That'll lead to more shots on goal. And um, that was probably one of our worst performances in that category for sure uh, through the year yeah i saw at the end of one of those quotes you said try to get some activity towards the net because it's a serious issue and i saw something i think about a week ago where you were starting to show the rest of the team some of tj oshi's recent goals where he's scoring from basically right at the doorstep 
Like, yeah, the, that, yeah. that's where it needs to really pick up. A hundred percent. And that it's, it's so tough um, to score in the national hockey league. Uh, number one, but two is, is the easy thing for players to do is, is go to the outside. I call it perimeter is stay on the outside. You can have the puck all night out there, but if you're perimeter and you don't get to the interior of the rink, example, the net front, the crease, the slot, you're never going to be rewarded, not only with a goal, but a shot, a scoring chance. And that's where Osh has learned over years is, yeah, you can score the nice power play goal in the bumper, but at the end of the day, if you want to score five on five, you better be willing to work to get to the interior and, and the net front. And that's a hard place because there's contact there, there's physicality there, there's cross-checks in the back there. Um, but that's where... You, to, to score five on five in the NHL, you have to be willing to go there, and you got to work to get there. So you're a coach. You're not the guy that does the contracts and signs the players, but you have to be excited about Protoss being Protoss being locked up for five more years. Alexi Protoss, tell us about his skill, what he adds to this team. Um, he's not scoring a ton of goals, but he sets up guys. Yeah, and and uh, still a very young player, but he's uh, as Caps fan know. A very big, big man um, that can skate well, very responsible, really smart. And for us as an organization, he's someone that um, extremely coachable, wants to get better, and has continued to um, develop and get better along the way very, very quickly. So it um, really, really happy for him, but then also happy for our organization and our team and as a coach to to be able to coach him and have him a part of our team um, for the long-term future is great. You're, uh, the, the, the thing with pro, and that's what we'll get to work on, is h- how much can he produce offensively? And that's where I think we, we're not sure. There's We're hoping that uh, pro one day can turn into, you know, potentially 20 goals, 60 assists. So like, is there um, – we know he's responsible and smart and it's going to be able to penalty kill and do all these things, but how much can we unlock their um, offensively uh, potential-wise? Coach, it was cool going back a couple games to when you guys beat the Blues here uh, with the hat trick from Oshie, who's been battling injuries. Uh, he missed a bunch of games in December, uh, but that was really cool to, to watch that Yeah, and the fans' yeah. reactions. Oh, and, and how fitting Country Night. He's a huge country mm-hmm. music fan. Uh, the, the, I don't think it was a giveaway, but there was a bunch of caps, cowboy hats. So mm-hmm. now OSHA's country road is playing three times. The place is going bananas. If a uh, really cool moment, uh, for, for OSHA individually and our team, you, you could just tell how much it meant to him and our fan base and to OSHA, you know, his, his, uh, struggles at the beginning of the season seemed like an afterthought now, and he's just been playing so well, and to see him get rewarded with uh, three goals was great. That's obviously getting the win as well. By the way, can we all now book trips to Minnesota and get appointments with the specialists <laughs> that TJ Oshie saw? Like, are, are his teammates coming up to him or up to you? Like, hey, like uh, I might need to make a side trip out there. For, give us some of, of what he got. Honestly, I, I don't know the uh, specifics of it. I um but but I might be barking up that tree too with seeing if I can get up there. See uh, well, so they they, uh, did, they did something right up there. Oh uh, yeah, yes they did. All right, so Minnesota next. Yeah, um, just kind of looking at what they've done the last I don't know 
two, three weeks. They they haven't played that great. They've lost nine of 13, and in three of those losses, they allowed seven goals. So um, I don't know what they're doing defensively. I don't know how good or bad the goaltender is, but they have won two straight, and they beat the Panthers on the road, and they beat the Hurricanes on the road, two good teams. So yeah. um, talk to me about Minnesota. Yeah, um, coming off a, a huge win for them yesterday in Carolina, um, I, I just don't. I don't think it'll be anything different for us. Like we're, we have to really make sure that we're um, get our game in check and get back up to the level that we're capable of playing at. And then um, we, we respect it. It's great thing about our group is is we respect anybody we play. We know that we um, just like anybody in this league can give us a, a ton of issues if we're not playing to the level we need to. And Minnesota is no different. And coming back off the road, off of two big wins. Um, they've got some talent over there that I don't know how much you guys follow, but the Kaprasov the is, is a real uh, talented young player there. And um, this Brock Faber, young defenseman, has, has been playing at a real high level as well. Uh, and the goaltending, Gustafson, I guess, played real well from, from what I watched yesterday. So we'll see. Um, but a tough little stretch here. Three games to close it out before the All-Star break. Then we go back-to-back in Denver and play Colorado and finish off on Dallas. Mm-hmm. Joined by Washington Capitals head coach Spencer Carberry. So I saw that Backy is making the trip with the team. He was in St. Louis on Saturday night. Was this strictly his decision? Did you have any input to get him around the players to kind of give them a lift uh, on the road trip during, as you mentioned, the four-game swing before the All-Star break? Yeah, this is something that um, Backy, um, just to come out on the road, it's it's not um, – I know people are probably pointing to, is he skating, is he practicing – um, no, that's not the case. He's just coming or, uh, on the road and, and being around the guys. And, and the benefits are, I could sit here and talk about it for 20 minutes, of, of him um, being around our group, being around our, our young players, veteran players, just giving um, little advice, just his overall personality and, and energy of being around the rink and being around the guys on this long road trip. So it's, um, it's great to have him around the group. Do you think he's a guy like post playing career would be into coaching the, in the NHL? Do you think he goes back to his native Sweden? Do you, do you have any idea about what his post playing career might look like at this point? I know it's early. Yeah, for that. yeah. I I have a um, if I had to put my money on somewhere, I, I think he's got a coach in him. I think he's um, the way he sees the game and just in the conversations that I've had and, and getting to know him, he, he's got um, a little bit of coach DNA in him, I can tell. And uh, I would bet that at some point, Nick Backstrom is coaching at some level somewhere. I'm not sure if it's North America, back home, but I would bet on that. The Islanders have a new coach. What do you make of that? <clears throat> yeah, uh, Patrick Waugh. I don't know him personally, um, but uh, – yeah, I mean, I, I know Lane a little bit, so I never. Anytime those things happen, I, I feel for the the person being let go because um, it's a tough business and it's tough on your families. And anytime you that happens, and now you gotta, I think about the stuff behind the scenes, not necessarily like the the team. I think about the the kids and schools and having to move and and all that stuff. So tough situation, but um, yeah, for Lane, feel for him. Coach, I was perusing the league goalie stats, and Chucky is third in the NHL currently at a 2.27 goals against. And you look at his resume. I mean, he's had a long, winding road to get to this spot. He's played in the USHL and the AHL before making it full-time here 
in the NHL. He just seems like the easiest guy to root for because you know that he's put in the work and the grind to get to where he is today. Yeah, and and um, a phenomenal person, phenomenal teammate, and exactly what you said. He he works his butt off every day. Nothing's been uh, handed to him in his career whatsoever. So you always pull for guys like that, and and when they have success, especially individually, and help a team win, um, it, it's great to see because you know what what comes with that individually and how much he's put into it. So it's it's really um, nice to see him his numbers and individual accolades reflecting how much uh, work he's put in. Coach, did you get out of town before the snow hit here? I did not. There was, um, huh. gosh, we had, what, two days of canceled school? Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we were there for those, and then we and then we got out. But it, it took us a while uh, flying out because they had to, had to plow the runway and the whole deal de-iced, so that was a – a bit of an adventure. Who, I want to see shoved? if we could place a wager. Let's place a wager. Like oh. old school junkies. Now, you don't tell us the answer until we get our bets in, okay? All right. We're going to bet whether Coach Carberry uh, shoveled his own driveway. Well, let me Ooh. ask him first. Do you have a driveway? Yes. Yeah. All, right. Okay. All right. Hold on. And you've got a walkway up to the front door of your house, I assume. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in with... He's an old school tough guy from Canada. He shoveled himself. I'm gonna say no because ch- kids are young. I'm gonna say no chance because he's too busy worrying about beating the Blues. Okay, and right. he hired somebody. Either someone from the Caps came over. Okay, you know, <laughs> no ma- ma- maybe um, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Stromer. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Stromer came over. Or, right, Brett, he's assistant coach. Or now. or there's a neighbor that okay. did. It. That's All what right. I'm gonna say. I- I'm with Cakes. I'm I'm betting that he shoveled it yeah, himself. He's I'm Canadian. gonna say. Tough. I'm gonna say yeah. He just knocked it out real quick. All right. Okay. So I, I, <laughs> I normally, so I rake all Ooh, my leaves. I bag them. Mm-hmm. I am a, uh, I would normally be doing that. I came home and this is the first time. And my wife was so proud. Our uh, oldest son or uh, elder son, uh, who's 12. He did it for the first Ooh, time. That. That's great. That's oh, I didn't nice. realize he was that old. Okay. Give that kid an extra 20 bucks yeah, or something. Good for him. I know. It was the first time we were so proud of him, like unprovoked, didn't have to drag him out there. Nice. Because I was on my way back home after work to do it, and, and he did it. Is he a hockey player? He is, yep. Is oh, he, he a stud? Uh, he's solid. He's he's good. He, he, he loves the game. He just has fun. He plays out in uh, out in Rockville for Team Maryland. Coach, Very do you cool. think there are any of your players that shovel their own driveways? Hopefully not. Oh, I'm going to say that's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> hard no. It's a hard Although, no. I can't remember. I think um, our buddy Chris Farley, there's a Caps player. Oh, no, no. I'm confusing it. It was uh, a Nats player that he saw mowing his lawn. Gotcha. And that guy makes like $20 million. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. It's probably right. a small one. All right, we'll get that win against Minnesota, and then you got the back-to-back. Then you got to fly to Denver and play Colorado, correct? Yeah, back-to-back in Denver um, after tomorrow night. But we'll uh, we'll we'll keep uh, focused on Minnesota first. Yeah. Does Chuck, does Chuck go tomorrow against Minnesota, or is that Darcy? Um, we'll figure that out. Haven't made that decision yet. We're going to practice today. Okay. Okay. All right, Coach. That's Coach Spencer Carberry, brought to you by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing you. Visit CFAOrtho.com. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach.
Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Yep. By too. the way, the player was Patrick Corbin, our boy ah, Farley, took a good. picture, and he was yeah. out there mowing his lawn. If I were Patrick Corbin, I wouldn't even know what a lawnmower looks like. Well, he'll be doing it again this year because he's going to be on the team. <laughs> he probably will. Right? Yep. Are you looking for the best seat in the house or your office, maybe even your home office? It's time to ditch that beater chair. You know you have one for a new one before you're riding the bench. With a back injury, look no further than PVI Office Furniture. They're in Frederick, Maryland. PVI has an enormous selection of furniture. Be sure to visit their showroom on Monroe Avenue in Frederick. At PVI, you can expect triple-play service that's fast, affordable, and customer-focused. Hit a home run with PVI. Visit PVIPVI.com. That's PVIPVI.com. Business grows with PVI. All right, coming up later in the show, and there's not much show left because we're off at 10. We're going to give you a chance to win tickets to our event, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980, live coming up next Friday night, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. We're going to do a Junkies trivia question. We put our heads together. I think the question is too easy, but we'll roll with it. Um, We do want to let you know you can get tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. It's going to be a great event. It's all of the hosts from 106.7 The Fan, including Mm -hmm. your boys, uh, Grant and Danny, B. Mitch and Finley. And everybody from 980, from Kevin Sheehan to Craig Hoffman to The Rooster, yep. Chris Russell. Um, it's all brought to you by Main Street Bank, Cheer Local, Bank Local with Main Street Bank. If you want more info, you can go to thefandc.com slash events. Um, I wanted to bring up one thing that I'm not – I don't really care who the announcers are when I watch games. I don't really either. But I do think Tony Romo's stock has dropped. Oh, Really? You're Remember when Tony he first Romo? came on the scene, everybody loved Tony Romo because yeah. he was ca- predicting plays. I feel like everybody hates Tony Romo now. <laughs> well, what did, and, he, what did he say or not say in yesterday's game that makes you well, feel Well, one thing is he kept calling um, Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift. He was saying that Jason Kelsey was Taylor Swift's brother-in-law, <laughs> like they're married. That's just a botch. But yeah. I just think... Do you think he was just being sarcastic? Uh, I, I, I think his stock has dropped, oh. and I think it was really high a couple years ago. It was never really high for me anyway, so it hasn't dropped dropped too much. But What I like about him, others may not, yeah, I, I feel like he has a real enthusiasm for the game. I feel and like so, it's a little corny. I don't know. It's a little whiz. I don't know. Like he's like Eddie Haskell-ish. I know that's very It's old fine. It doesn't really bother me, but I just... I'd rather watch other guys, I think. I don't I have no use for Greg I, Olson. He's boring to me. I like him. He's boring to me. See, I'd rather have good. Olsen over Romo. He I'd rather have the game, the plays, over Romo. The I, don't know. I, I feel like Romo good. does a great job of that. I think they all do a pretty good job of it. I mean mm-hmm. right. I would I would watch the game if strike. there were a, a chimp and a possum speaking into a mic. And I, I wouldn't care. And I was I thinking about this. Left. I was thinking about this. <clears throat> Brady's going to be supposedly doing this next year. That's right. That's fine. He's not going to be good. I'm sure he'll be okay. I don't think you're going to look at a game and be like, man, I can't wait to watch this game called by Tom Brady. No. Like, So I'm reading online, too, that it's the third time that he referenced Swift and, like they were married. Right. He thinks like I, I mean, innocent Why slip, he just I guess. say future brother-in-law? I don't know. I think it's a running bit because he messed up. He messed up once, and now it's just. Yeah, like say, I think he's being bit. sarcastic. Yeah, but and, he, but, but to, that, that aside, Tony's <laughs> Tony's bad because he's he's getting he's getting stuff wrong all the time. Yeah. He doesn't know some of the players. He didn't know he didn't know um, um, 
Jalen Warren was a good running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was surprised. He was surprised. He was surprised. Jalen Warren was a good running back. Right. He's just. He's bad. He's. He's. He's glazing, as the kids say. These the Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And he's does that he's, mean he's slurping them? Yes, basically? and then he's just way over the top. Yeah. with with the praise. I'm with you. I, I, again, it doesn't bother me that it, much because I'm I'm like you, cakes. It, yeah. it doesn't it really, really matter. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna watch it, but he's not like I think at first when he he's been doing it for seven years now. Yeah. Yep. At first, he seemed different with the whole predicting the plays beforehand. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes he'll flip it back. And he'll say, what do you think? Because I don't know if he doesn't want to put his neck on the line. or You or, mean about it, what they're going to run? He's going to get killed. So for he he seems say, very ill-prepared. Does he say, here we go, Jim, like yes. 100 times per game? <laughs> yeah, he does that. People kill him for that. He's also saying weird. He has all these like weird random thoughts. Like I had Valdez pull, grab this audio of him talking about like 70,000 fans in my homes. Tell me if this makes any sense. Okay. Tonight there are 70,000 plus who are screaming against him. Well, that's how many fans I play in front of normally at my house. Pretend like they're all there, but they're zero. But right now, thank you. That, that is weird. That's a weird, like, nonsensical. He also rant. said, I think at one point he's like, that incompletion might be the biggest incompletion of Josh Allen's career. Like, it was the biggest play, Every, and then the is, kick was yeah. coming up next. Everything is the biggest, yeah. the best. Yeah. The, it's hyperbole. Yeah, but, the, but a lot of the guys say that. Not as much as Tony. Tony is... Is who very was, hyperbolic. Who was calling the Niner game? So I don't even remember. Uh, that was Aikman, maybe? It was Olsen. Olsen, Olsen yeah. Olsen said. Olsen and Burkhart. Is when, that his when, partner? Burkhart. When Purdy completed that third down pass over the middle, yeah. Juwan Jennings made an unbelievable catch. He, he said that's the best pass he's thrown today. I mean, a lot of the analysts will go over the top right. and say that. No, but it, it, it uh, like, I, I think Valdez is putting his finger on it. I think. There's something about Romo that is starting to rub me the wrong way, and I think a lot of people the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe it's and maybe he's not as prepared. Maybe when he first yeah, maybe it's the did it. He was preparing a lot more, and people raved about his ability to call plays. Well, didn't um um didn't CBS didn't we do a story where CBS brought him in to there was a memo that came uh, out to sit down and be like, hey, what what the heck's going on? You're not as you're not as prepared as you once were. Maybe he's golfing too much. But is that? But could that be CBS just um, responding to social media? That could be them just responding. Or they say they're paying think, him twenty million dollars yeah. or whatever, whatever it is. They don't feel like they're getting return on their investment. I don't possibly. know. I, I guess I'm biased for some reason. I'm a Skins fan. I, I I don't mind the guy. I like the guy. So I, I and I liked it when he was predicting all the plays. I know he doesn't do that anymore. But I, I'm 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 a weirdo. Everyone hates the fumble rule that goes out of bounds, right? <laughs> Uh, the touchback. I just know it's a rule, I so hate I, that. I don't hate it. You should I don't see carry the way, but oh, my 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 timeline was every oh, genius saying very, how much they hate the rule. Very, I just know it's the rule. About it, I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's been the rule forever. Yeah, it doesn't bother but, me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, now it's it's not a great rule. I don't know how, the best way to fix it. Well, what else but did you do? It, it makes some sense. So hold on, if you fumble the ball out of it. Where, fumble, what are you, where are you supposed to give him? I just think it's too draconian of a punishment. To give just what should he ball. do though? I don't Where's know. I don't know the solution. Just but to hand it. the ball to the other team, like on the twenty well, or the twenty-five, it's like a safety. Doesn't seem like the right. It's kind of like a safety. The right I, I don't understand why you, the vitriol. Mike Marr, do you have an opinion? No. I mean, no. I think it makes sense if you fumble the ball and the other team recovers it, they get the ball back, so it goes out of the end zone. I, I think it's a fine rule. 
I, so, I just don't think so, Cakes, are you saying that if they fumble it in the end zone, the the they offensive should, team should get the yeah. possession where he fumbled it? I don't, I, I don't know. So. Again, I don't know uh, the, the best to way to handle it. There's got to be a All penalty. I know is the way the way it's being handled. <clears throat> it just seems weird and like too it severe. Of a punishment. It's like kind of like a safety. But it's that's been your that, opinion. Yeah. My opinion is it's weird, and I think there's momentum to get that rule changed or or just tossed out. There's momentum from nerds, but I don't know. What, like social just, media. Yeah. I mean, I think people that follow the game are. <laughs> they don't like it. Not big fans. All right, let's. Do the trivia question, yep. which Jason came up with, which mm-hmm. I said was way too easy, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, first well, you didn't caller, tell me to make it difficult. First caller, no, it's, it's Junkie's trivia question. We're giving away tickets to our event, so it's great to go to a loyal listener, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live, Friday, February 2nd at Bethesda Theater. It's going to be a great time. What is the question, Jason? Oh, um... You already I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> Who did a really shoddy yeah. job of shoveling his mother's uh, sidewalk outside of her house? Yeah. There's your there question. There it is. It's very simple. Tenth caller at 800-636-1067. You win. You score the tickets. That's very simple. It is very easy. Especially considering process of elimination. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty easy I mean, one. Uh, yeah, but if it, you don't know, if you're yeah, clueless, if you, you don't know. 800-636-1067. Be Mitch and Finley. They're coming up next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.